So welcome to the first unofficial podcast of the Filthy Few. Welcoming our special friend tonight, Mr. Raf. Welcome, Hello. my friend. Um so Thanks yeah. For inviting me. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, man. Thanks for uh I'm glad we I invited we... myself right before you No, 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 no. But, well, I mean I decided <laughs> to I decided to turn this into a podcast, you know what I mean? And just kind of yeah. explore that because you were you were uh, speaking um, when I do my stream. Sometimes, you know, we we talk about, you know, we philosophize and stuff like that. And I've I've been you you messaged me and you're like, dude, there's a lot of the things <laughs> that you're talking about that you say you've come up with that, like these established philosophers have have already, you know, yeah, said. These are that's, my that's ideas. Like, yeah, like, the, most that's, of the. I'll, I'll make it clear when it's my idea. Because then it's like it's up for debate, and usually sure. I'll have great ideas. Like I, I have my best ideas, and then I go read up on the subject, and I, I'll discover that somebody already wrote yeah books and books about it. So I agree with me, but like thing. fifty years ago, you know, <laughs> right? And and how interesting is that? Because also, you know, <laughs> keep in mind we're not, you know, people weren't inundated with all this technology and shit around them back then. So you've got to think that, um, yeah, you know, there was some but pretty people fucking did read more. They did read a lot more. So they, they go deeper into a exactly. certain subject. Well, they didn't have other right. distractions as well. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. they are just left to their thoughts pretty much, you know? And, and they didn't have the word workaholic. And a lot of them were, you know, sure. <laughs> Sure. Well, I mean, when you think again, you know, no distraction, stuff like that, you know, or, or much less, yeah. it's like, you know, you're going to want the human mind's going to want to fixate on something. Yeah. All that shit is very interesting to me. Like lately, I think, oh, that's what it was. And I'm so glad. Okay. So it wasn't Sir Edmund Hillary, but if you'll give me just a moment, I'm going to look something up here. Right. So there was... Shackleton. Okay. So I guess, oh, this is Smithsonian, and I guess this is debunked now. But Ooh. there is a, uh, there is an explorer called Ernest Shackleton. And this dude was fucking, he was a loke. He, um, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll explain briefly after, but, you know, the thing that, that, that got me onto this was my dad was telling me about this this story mm. about this gentleman who published an ad seeking men for a hazardous journey. Mm. And the ad read as followed, men wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return doubtful, honor and recognition in case of success. Ernest Shackleton, goddamn, like what a fucking ad, right? <laughs> So apparently the, the way Nobody I heard it was, <laughs> no, quite the opposite. The way I heard it was like, he just got this unprecedented like response. Um, but now I'm reading an article from, from when was the, this? this was 19, 1920. I, I, I forget something like this. 1922. I'd guess. Oh, no, no, no. Shackleton died in 1922. My bad. So I'm, I'm actually, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely. Early 1900s. So, yeah, man. Uh, but this guy, I would, I would, I would, uh, I would implore you to, to do some research on this guy because, again, like these are the guys that like they, they, they blow my mind because, you know, you have to think that to the normal person, you know, mostly all that shit is like it's there's just too much fear. It's like I'm not going to, you know, the bravery of some of these motherfuckers, like whether I don't, I don't know if they're even lunatics, you know what I mean? But the level of bravery yeah. to go explore the, the, the South Pole or the North Pole during the 1900s. You know what I mean? It's, it's like absolutely um, crazy. And they had to eat. There, there was an expedition in which he, him and his crew had to eat their fucking snow dogs, dude. Wow. They got stuck in the ice for eight months and then they had to camp on the ice. They, their ship got stuck in the ice for eight months or something like that. I don't know. Can you crazy imagine? shit. Dude. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, I mean, there's, a, it's obviously a different mindset back then. You know, you're, yeah. you're, you're deemed to a finite set of things. They, they weren't, I would guess they weren't as afraid of death as we are. Like they, they, that's know. interesting. Talk about that. What do you, what do you, why? Uh, because people died from like, did you get a die? From a paper cut, you know. <laughs> right. So, so I mean, wouldn't that make from anything, people uh, anything. right? Wouldn't that make people more scared? Uh, no, because they would see it more. But I'm just guessing here. There's like, sure, of course, and I get that. Just an assumption. Yeah, I mean, and, it's just uh, the whole the whole thing. More religious too. They they'd be more comforted that there's life, there's something after, you know. So. It's like okay, I, I've been a good Christian up until now. You know, if I die, uh, so then is there a difference between men and women today that, let's say, would be explorers or something like that? I think there 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 wouldn't be. I think there's there's plenty of people who would volunteer to go to Mars. You know what I mean? And that's I don't give a yeah. fuck where our technology is like it, right now. Like that's a dangerous fucking mission. That's a dangerous fucking mission. Yeah, it's like the most dangerous I think ever. Right? I would guess. And there's a you there's don't a know anything really. They, right. There could be Martians with like, you know, disintegrating rifles like from Dread my ZX three H modulator. Yeah. Fuck there, yeah. There could be fucking these. Marvin the Martian just perusing about. Yeah. What's that? I know it's ridiculous, but you know, there's many, many um, hazards that they're gonna face that we don't even know. You know. Well, think about it. I mean, think think of of that just merely on the planet Earth right now. There's what you just said. Yeah, it's happening all the time. So imagine yeah. exactly. So imagine another planet. You know. There could yeah, be a I mean, hazard it's... in your in your block. There could be somebody that's doing, you know, like crazy shit, and you have no idea. You know? Well, that's another thing Mars, too. Is like, know? yeah, what and... are the problems that you could face in this journey? You know, like... wasn't there something that the governments agreed that space would be a shared thing, or am I tripping? I think I'm tripping. But there was yeah, something. But that's, but that's now that. 
Like, there's no direct profit that comes from space. Once you start bringing in money from space, then, well, that's going to change, you know? Jesus Christ, it's dude. It's kind of like America. Like these... They say that they, they already knew that there was another continent because of ancient um, Viking stories and whatever. But yeah, uh, they, northern, they, like, Canada. Yeah. The islands just northeast of Canada, correct? Yeah, there's this guy that actually came by rowboat. He crossed the, the Atlantic Motherf- Ocean. Motherfucking rowboat? Yeah. How the fuck do you do that, dude? And how long does that take? Brazil. Are he you serious? To Brazil on a rowboat. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where was he from initially, and when rowboat. was this? Oh, it was um, Amir Klink. I think he's German. Was a German. Oh, okay. So this is this is contemporary, but still, that's that's crazy. Uh, I thought you were. He's it's like a hundred years ago. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. But that's still yeah. fucking impressive. Yeah. But like you know, just as far as is, fuck. I, might you know, be a interest... sailboat. It might be. Yeah, a sailboat. I, I would. That's what I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rowboat. <laughs> I don't know about that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like but it it's uh you know it's interesting because it's like i'm i'm a i'm a star trek buff like basically the the old series um i'm not like a trekkie or a tracker but i'm i'm a fan and and i enjoy it um you know the thing that i liked about you know just as a little segue the thing that i liked more about the old star trek as opposed to the the newer star treks like oh, look, no, gene he's, rodden's he's alive who i'm your clink Oh shit. Well, there you go. So this was very contemporary. Um but it was just it was edgy and gritty and you didn't know like if a main character was going to you didn't know what was going to happen. And that's what that's what was lacking in in fucking television for so many decades and they've they finally was, got wind I'm of sorry. that. That's okay. They finally got I have got to. <laughs> no, that's okay, brother. They got they got you know, the industry kind of got wind of it. And especially with like Game of Thrones, stuff like that. Like, you know, people want to see art imitating life. And what happens is life in life is, you know, feasibly yeah. we're on the seat of our edge of our seats. You yeah, know what I mean? We but and we imitate art. So right. we, we we see art and it's like, oh, I want to do that, you know. And, art is a very powerful tool. Yeah, and uh science fiction. There's a link between uh, science fiction and inventions, also. Like, oh, of course. Well, that's what I was gonna gonna say about about Star Trek, is that uh, yeah, that's you can definitely see that in in actual like NASA, you know, and stuff like that, warp theory, all that shit, you know, like, and yeah, not to it, say that the warp theory wasn't around before then, but you know, it puts it into the mainstream with an entertaining spin. And then you've got fans and you've got these kids who want to be astronauts because of Star Trek. But what I was going to say initially was it's it's amazing how, you know, we explored the Earth. We're still exploring the Earth, so on and so forth. But the infiniteness of space and and how vast it is and the possibilities when you look at like the crazy alien looking life we have on the planet 
and just extremophiles and different environments and things can thrive in these toxic environments and so on and so forth. Like the, the, the premise in Star Trek of, of so many different storylines being possible to be played out with different kinds of life and, and situations and so on and so forth. I think there's de- a definite plausibility to that, right? Probably not going to ever yeah. discover anything like that, but I, I can almost guarantee you shit like that is going on in the universe in different places. Yeah, probably not in our lifetime because... Right. I don't believe so either. Though I do believe we're going to discover life. Yeah. I believe we're going to discover life through organic molecules and, and, and other things. It's not going to be... It'd be like bacteria, shit like that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and there's... There's actually in Earth there, there's non-carbon based life forms. They found one in a, in a volcano. There's this bacteria. It's actually sulfur based. It's not carbon. Holy shit! <laughs> so when I was and I'm simple pretty, bacteria, but yeah. yeah, I'm pretty ignorant about this. But there, I mean, there you go, right there. That's exceptional. I'm pretty ignorant about this stuff. But when I studied astrobiology. The professor would talk about, um, and again, I'm ignorant, so I'm probably going to butcher a lot of shit, but basically, uh, we, as carbon-based life forms, the carbon atoms or molecules stick together easily. And I I'm, know I'm, I'm putting this in like kindergarten terms. This is the way I, I understand it. The bonds are, are, are strong kind of thing, right? So the other possibility of life that he was talking about was silicon-based. And it was like the, the problem with silicon based is those bonds, as, as more and more things get added on, those bonds get weaker and weaker, right? So hearing something about a sulfur based thing is like, whoa, okay, what's that about then? <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> That's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Um, another thing that we were talking about, um, recently was this harvard professor more specifically the profession that this uh harvard professor thinks that a, an alien sail was sailing through our solar system in 2017 um with uh the asteroid that the name of like oahua or some shit like that pardon me i know i'm butchering it uh and I actually contacted a, I actually contacted, hold on one second. I think you, I think you went out. Hold on. Did you, did you just dip out of the whole, no, you're still in here. I just can't hear you. That's interesting. Yeah, it's you, dude. Something happened. Oh, you can't hear. So let me stop this real quick. Let me save this. So you were talking about, you know how it's crazy because there's this sulfur-based bacteria which is a life form and i went on to tell you that even though i'm going to butcher this and i understand it on a very base level um that uh in astrobiology my professor would talk about you know the possibility of silicon-based life forms and we as carbon-based life forms um the bonds the molecular bonds that are there are pretty strong and when you start dealing with these theoretical silicon based life forms the more stuff you put on to the molecule the weaker the shit gets right and i don't really understand that but so it's intriguing that you said there's actually a sulfur based life form yeah that's nuts 
yeah, because it's there's so much sulfur and um, the volcanoes that they adapted and evolved into not using carbon but using sulfur, and so they can actually survive inside the volcanoes. Right, and you know we probably came from we as humans probably initially came from deep water fissures where the energy was actually coming from the core of the planet instead of you know being warmed by the sun it's just it's it's interesting shit and you know I've, we've talked about this before as well like you know like, like i agree with you i think we are going to find life outside of the planet within our lifetime and it's going to be simple and i believe it's possible even though I hate that I say this and I hate that I kind of lean towards it. I think it's possible we'll never find other intelligent life out there ever because the universe is so fucking vast. And you know, and there's a great that that they they already found us, but they I know it, it sounds kind of cliche to say this, but uh, the way we treat each other, they say they see how we treat how we treat like people that are our own species the way we do. And they might just want to, you know, they might be afraid. Of, well, there's, uh, they're, they're a thousand twenty percent. Well, I mean, okay, <laughs> like I, <laughs> with that level of technology, they would actually have nothing to be afraid of. Like, but on the other side of things, there, there could be, might be afraid you know, we might not be thinking it, of tangibles know? or something <laughs> like that, right? Like yeah. we could be, we could just because of the way we are, we could be emotionally threatening to them. Right. Yeah. Or something like that. Just like out of the box, something we, we can't think of, you know? <clears throat> yeah. But then you, this undoubtedly is going to get into specul speculations one way or another because. Because it's aliens. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> another it's thing. It's like dogs. You know? <laughs> well, I, I think, I think it would be much, uh, a much more of a, of a fucking disparity. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like things things of 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 that level that are probably like bending space time or some shit that's inconceivable to me to get here or, or, or whatever. They would be on such a level. It would be like you know us dealing with ants. You know what I mean? It's like okay, and these things are fucking expendable too. That's another thing. That's another thing. You know, you look at you look at the animal kingdom on the earth right and yeah. again the vastness of the universe and and the probable life out there and probably there's fucking intelligent life out there and and crazy battles star wars type shit who knows man i there, it's got to be yeah. if it's that vast which is just fantastic right because there's also there's also that thing that that you know people say where like if 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 uh what is it if something if something is possible it eventually comes true is that is that correct no that's that's murphy's law actually right murphy's <laughs> law wait i thought yeah. murphy's law was uh was uh fuck man i'm having a brain somebody right now. if something can happen it will <laughs> right if something can happen it will okay so let's yeah. talk about that because i've always had a problem with that like I've always oh, personally had an issue with that. Like that doesn't it's make a silly sense law, to me. Really, yeah, it's silly, but 
Um, because it's it absolutely <laughs> yeah, but no, works, but dude. There's like, never look. Uh, there's never confirmation bias. <laughs> there's ne- but there's never going to be a fucking shadow run baby born on this earth, ever. It will never happen on this earth. There will not be an elf born to a human. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, there's just shit that's never yeah. going to happen. So that's, that's the impossible. issue I have with that. And I know there's much but smarter people talking about uh, there are Murphy's Law. Pointy, pointy shaped ears, you know. But I'm like, not talking not about elves. that. I'm talking about like, like <laughs> real, real magic will never happen on this earth. Uh, it's not going to happen. This is my beliefs. Like, this is my belief. But I think that magic is actually something uh, that does happen. But uh, it's, it's explained by science. It can be explained by the science that we don't have yet, you know. Right. So that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about it's, like James Ramsey type. I'll give you a million dollars if you could bend this fucking spoon with your mind, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, like it's that, just I, it's I not gonna it happen. And I could say, sure. well, I used my mind yeah, power. We're not talking, we're not bantering semantics hand, here. You know? No, we're not yeah. talking semantics here, though. We're, yeah. we're talking about, like, like I have yeah, a problem, could... like, me being an ignorant fuck and not the brightest person. I have a problem with Murphy's Law. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, 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 under, I, I understand, like, what, what it's coming from because with my brain, I, I realize that there's, there's infinite infinities. And there's bigger and smaller um, infinities. Like yeah. I, I've I've deduced this myself. Infinitudes, right? Right. Can, so and and that it. shit does make sense to me, right? And and when we're talking about that, okay, if we're if we're but even me, if we're talking about that, I don't even know if if Murphy's law because if you have a finite set of parameters, no matter how vast they are, there's still that finite set of parameters that is going to dictate that a certain thing can't happen. You understand what I'm saying? Even yeah. if you put it in, in infinite terms, even if you do that infinitely, like our physics on this earth right now permit us to, to only do certain things bound by these laws of physics. And what I'm trying to say is those laws of physics are never going to break on this plane of existence. Ever. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> right. So yeah. that's the problem I have with Murphy's Law because Murphy's uh, Law says, actually- yes, it will. Well, uh, maybe in a different infinity, <laughs> like maybe on a different Earth. That's fine. I I can dig that. Yeah, and maybe. It but then I'm contradicting myself as well. I think. And, like, and why on a different Earth than in, this Earth? It's gonna break in a billion years, but you don't know. So, the thing is, like, what's practical? Like when, when you think about to have a good things, time all the time. Yeah, that's my philosophy, Marty. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> 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 but oh, what yeah, you that's saying? the only practical thing we have from these uh, assumptions and discussions that people were like um, a lot of people were dominated by and are dominated by these discussions that lead nowhere uh, uh, you mean I like the discussion okay, we're having like, right now absolutely I, yeah. I think I think so like, the more we philosophize, the more we actually do understand about the universe around us. Like we were talking, lost, you know. Oh, f- absolutely. Well, the, the, 
So, okay, so besides metaphysics... I'm not saying you're lost. I'm, you're far from lost in, in that. I'm not, I'm not criticizing you or... Bro, I right want now, to believe like, in that shit. I'm like an avid role player. Like I, well, I used to role play. <laughs> you know, I like I want to be a magic user. That would be the best thing ever. However, to me, you like, know, uh, considering cause... where I am, I want the truth. Is more is 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 be is better for me pragmatically. The truth can better me instead of living in a fucking fan fantasy yeah. land. Because you know, if there are many dimensions and. One is created in every in every decision you make, and whatever. How does that change your life? You know. I mean, so speaking well, of, you're gonna have to eat. You're gonna have to, you know, get shelter. You're gonna have to shit. You're gonna have to fuck. You're gonna, you know, <laughs> or not. So, so I would assume, I would assume that there is that if there is other dimensions that we create when we make certain decisions that there is a through thread, correct? These dimensions are connected in some sort of way, correct? Uh, it's speculation. Oh, of I, course. I can't prove. I can't prove. Right. It could I be would a assume connection in the past, but the past is an but, but, but they are connected with a through line. Otherwise you couldn't deviate from that initial path. That's what yeah, I'm it's saying. Logic. It's just logic. Right. So here's, so here's, here's my ideal. question. It's, it's so here's my question. Material. If we make another dimension unintentionally by mm. making these decisions and there is a through line that I've just exhibited that there is, otherwise you couldn't have that offshoot. Can we affect dimensions through that through line? Ooh. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Like, if we can, if we discover a way, uh, so, and to affect a different dimension to bring something back, then it's going to be okay. Practical. So, oh, interesting. So you're you're talking about yeah. actual like uh, bringing a tangible back from another dimension. Yeah, to bring that's cray cray. I love back. it. Oh, I'm saying the energy to this other dimension. Right. That, I've got one okay, question, though, Raph. What, what one question? <laughs> I've got one question. Can I fuck it? <laughs> Welcome to the Filthy Few podcast. <laughs> so, what are your what are your thoughts on this uh, this sale that apparently, well, that this Harvard professor, his theory is that an alien sale passed through our solar system in 2017 under the guise of a, a meteor. Uh, pardon me. And um, I'm not going to be able to pronounce it, but you know what? Filthy, can you look that up for me, please? Oh, of course, Filthy. <laughs> All right, hold on. Where's right, Jamie? <laughs> uh, meteor. Where the fuck's Jamie? It's like, oh, I, I ate, right? <laughs> um, I could tell you, but you're not going to like it. Because <laughs> my answer is probably... So, the, the professor's name is <coughs> Avi Loeb. And I, I believe, actually, he was on Joe Rogan. So, I have to actually look at that, because now I'm connecting things. I think he was on, okay. on George Rog Joe, Joe Rogan, who I love, but I don't listen to anymore, because Spotify, I got hacked or some shit. 
and I can't get into my account and Spotify is like, well, oh, and I'm like, well, oh, I'm not going to use your shit, dick ass. You want me as a customer and I miss Joe Rogan. But him, okay. Um, I'm going to butcher this. Omuamua. 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 Habubula. Da, 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 da. Habubula. Da, 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 da. That's Fijian. Don't worry about it. Don't ask how I know it. I just know it. Omaumaua. Okay, so that's, yes. Uka, uka. <laughs> Oompa, loompa, dupa, dee, dee. So, um, I, you know, that was intriguing to me. Of course, you know, if someone's going to Harvard, they're most probably smarter than me, and I'm going to f- listen to what they say. But, you know, you, you obviously have to keep healthy skepticism with all this stuff, especially with this... This shit, it's just like, this is my shit. Like, I'm like, fuck, man, if this was real, that would be good. So I texted a, uh, a astrophysicist on um, Twitter who I, who I respect a lot. She's very cool. And uh, she was like, nah, it's complete bullshit. And I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah. And I kind of just be- believed her right off the bat. Um, yeah. I but, uh, but I have things to add. Right. So, I mean, I guess, I guess his thing is like, you know, most comets, when their ice burns off from the sun's heat and energy, it propels them forward. And, and this thing did not act in accordance with the patterns that objects like that exhibit. Okay. Um, and it, like, it's sl- it, it didn't slow down and speed up like normal comets and stuff. But again, as we talked about on the stream, twitch.tv slash the filthy jester. Sorry about that. That happens sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, disappointing, but it's, it's probably, it's, it's, it's probably just, you know, obviously something we can't really explain, but we'll be able to eventually again, you know, one one thing that I'm fucking exactly, exactly Um, right. And this, this, this brings me to the subject of, of this world being berated by sensationalism right now in every fucking aspect and how we need to keep science fucking pure, dude. Uh, It's imperative right now. I know it's, I know I, of course it's been tainted. You need funding and how do you get funding? right okay so okay again it's like it's like you know scientists who will kind of like fuck around with their shit to get more money it's just like the most it's and it's not like well look what the anti-vax shit happened oh yeah but that's that's not science that's completely different that's just um, no but it was a doctor trying to fucking further his own fucking pursuits at the cost of I know. It's just because it's a scientist doesn't mean what he's doing is science. No, I, I totally agree. Harvard guy is doing is actually science, and sure. it's actually to get to get attention, but it's still science because. Uh, right. So you believe you that's theory, his motivation? Is that he knows he's kind of full of shit, yeah, but he totally. wants the attention? Fuck that yeah, guy. Then he said alien. It's like right, aliens, exactly. and that's what I'm talking looking. about. Like somebody and again, says the aliens. Everybody looks. Right, and, like uh, the Venetian, the Venetian but, sky but, people. <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, stop doing this, guys. Yeah, and I, and I saw this the other day. Like, I, like I respect people's beliefs and everything, but some things are just ridiculous, you know. Like, I'm not gonna hate you because you believe in something. I saw this like zodiac for for like 
like the Anunnaki Zodiac thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Picture from Star Wars? It's like, oh. And, oh, and it's divided in 12, just as the other Zodiac is. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's a horoscope that's even more bullshit than the, the regular Yeah, horoscope. that's, an, again, <laughs> another interesting subject, but people <laughs> just, like, you know believe this shit and it, and it's and it's you know some of it is fucking trippy like like me as a libra i've always been into justice me as a libra i've always been like i've always been the scales sure not everybody but not everybody could say that's a definitive like i'm the type of person when i was younger and like some of my homies wanted to rat pack someone we didn't know i'd throw one of my homies off and be like let them go one on one that's always the type of person I've been. You know what I mean? So that takes it to yeah. another level. Yeah, but then, like, I don't want to disprove uh, horoscopes, but, I mean, like, okay, what you're saying, first of all, is confirmation bias, because okay, you are, it's one of the things I wanted to talk to you, because, uh, one of the things was the meaning of life, and the other thing was love also that I want to talk to you about. And this one brings, like, touches on the subjects. Well, the of, meaning uh, of life is love. The meaning of, of life. Oh, it could be. And, um, Very like, well could be, my friend. Um, one of the things, I don't remember, I think, if, I think it was Heidegger that said this, or was it... Uh, What's the other guy's name? I I keep forgetting. Whatever. Said that if you are, if if I tell you you are something, that means you always are. So if I say you are pretty, it means you're pretty all the time. You're never not pretty, you know. But if I tell you you're not pretty, it means you're always ugly. You can't. So if you are, then you are all the time. If you're if you aren't, you aren't ever. Because, like, some people say, oh, I'm shy. I'm shy. I'm so shy. I'm so shy. But then you put a microphone in their hand and they're like singing their hearts out, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but that's an exception. Like, okay. That's okay, a huge so exception. You are shy. Oh, but then, yeah. But the, Most people who so, say they're very shy will never do that, ever. Yeah. Because those people are shy. So if you're not shy in the microphone, I'll say, well, well, but you're not always shy. So you can't explore that the way you, you act when you have a microphone in your head. And like, okay, why don't you just act like walk around with a microphone? You know, fear. Like that. We are ruled by fear and sex. Yeah, and, then you, and then you can, <laughs> yeah. But then you can evolve from that, you know? And then you, you can... You can work with that, but the, okay. I don't want to evolve from shy. sex. I haven't had it in so long. I forget what so, it is. <laughs> I'm seeing like in a uh, in therapy, you know, like is it something you? It's part of you, or is it something that's holding you back? You know, because being shy is okay. It's no problem, sure. and you can you can do whatever you want being shy. But right, you if you know. If, but you have a problem with that, and you feel better, and you feel more yourself. 
Well, so okay, so oh. I can give you I can give you an allegory for that, which is my acting career and being yeah. fucking completely debilitated by nervousness and still being yeah. a good actor under that, like objectively, I'm That's... definitely thought I was a lot better than uh, I was. Anxiety. <laughs> Is yeah, propels, but uh, but here's the anything. thing: anxiety. No, 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 no. See, that's not my experience. Yeah. Like, no, a- anxiety is the great debilitator for me. The predominance of my life. I've learned oh, to change that. Yeah, but that's um, anxiety. But, well, hold on, actually, hold, hold on. Before we get, from, before we get, uh, okay. Before we get off, like, like it's as for the acting okay. thing. I have to act. I have no choice. Right. Yeah. Or I have to perform. I have to entertain. It's all it is. Yes. It's fucking me. But yeah. the, the juxtaposition is I'm debilitated. I think more than most with nervousness and so on and so forth. That all comes yeah. from ego and people's scrutiny of me. Like I get that, but I'm just saying it's like kind of in, in relation to what you're talking about is, is yeah. like, like I have to do this thing. It's not healthy. It no. You- right. But, it but brings like you here's, pain. but I can work it through it, right? But I can yeah. work through it and become a better person and become a better actor yeah. when I start realizing, hey, this is about my motherfucking ego and the impression that I want to give people, and I'm not staying true to the character at all if that's the case. Yeah. So it is helpful, but it's fucked anyway. So uh, it hurts. It hurts it does, dude. Anxiety, all that shit. Well, so. But that's you know I, I was born with with a breathing problem. I was born with an underdeveloped trachea. So for the first five years of my life, they didn't know if I'd survive. So it's like my oh, parents so would have to take me into the shower every night because I couldn't fucking breathe. So um, I fuck, had where was uh, I going with this. I had bronchitis. So I yeah, I've had that really a expect. few times too. Um, uh, so, I man, I forget uh, what I was, where I was going with that, but yeah. We were talking about semantics before, and uh, semantics, it's very important sometimes because um, it's the way we develop is around semantics. We are smarter, you can say we are smarter than most other animals, or all other animals, because we have language, and language makes us evolve. Like It, it physically alters our brains. And the way we think, because we, we have language. So yeah, absolutely. And Again, me, it's, it's that it's that thing. whole thing. I didn't want it. Yeah, dude. See, I right, right. I mean, I mean, look. You know, it's like they say, like you know, someone from fucking the '30s would look at our technology now and really consider it all magic. Really, yeah. What we're doing right now. Hmm. And that's another interesting thing, too, because I was born in in 1975. And for me right now, experiencing 2020 is is really a fascinating thing, because for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm in the future. Because of technology and just, you know what I mean? And like, look, it's 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 fucking it's absolutely it's crazy. It's no wonder that Facebook took off the way it was. We are built as we are social creatures. That's us. That yeah. is the crux of us is social. You know we what I mean? So uh, phones, bio, bio, phones, like I'm, I'm thinking about the same thing. I'm thinking... We're part social and we're part uh, uh, anus. Soul, <laughs> which is psych. 
psyche so, report psyche so, report so psyche so psyche and soul is 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 uh, psyche is there a different is there a difference for you um culturally yes but um well like is there's a definitive because there's a definitive thing called the psyche but is there a definitive thing called the soul that's different word for you it's a word in greek that means soul and also means butterfly but for us in english it means our psychology yeah because uh the psychologists um so I'm asking you if you, if you believe there's a difference. Dif- differentiate it from the religious aspect because there's this thing in psychology which is um, trying to make it a science as much as possible. And make what a science? Sorry. Uh, psychology a science because sure. it, grew out of, it grew out of religion. It, Did it? It bloomed. Yeah, it bloomed when people got less religious, and it, they felt that's crazy. Void. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's well. Wait, hold on. Nietzsche. I thought Freud. I thought that. Freud. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, there were people going way deeper before then. I'm sure. Oh yeah, you have. Uh, oh, what's his name? Saint Augustus. Oh, yeah, Aquinas. Aquinas. Oh, wait, are you talking about uh, fucking the Roman? Fucking. Uh, it's, uh, he, he was uh, a Roman Catholic. He was a... Marcus Aurelius. Uh, fucking, what's his name? No. Uh, uh, Octavian. Octavian. No, no, no. Um, what's his no, name? Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Oh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Okay. I'm familiar with the name. Yeah. I I I haven't studied much of him, but uh, I should do very bad in the test that he came up. <laughs> but I still pass. So so in regard, uh, so he, do was, you believe that our psychology and our soul is the same thing, or do you believe there is a there is a difference? Like, do you believe they are different things? The psychology. The way it is now takes into consideration also the social aspects and the biological aspects. So it's different, but it's the same, you know. It's but like, my question, my question to you is: Is there, is there, though it be ethereal? If this, I'm yeah. probably going to sound like such an idiot. Though it be ethereal, is there like a tangible thing called the soul? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there a separate like thing that is the fucking soul? Is is what I'm asking you? That is separate uh, from from the human psychology and biology and so on and so forth. As a scientist, I, I'll tell you, it doesn't matter. But uh, that's not a scientific answer. I think there is. Yeah. <laughs> personally, you think there is? Oh, okay. Does, yeah. It doesn't matter so, because there's a huge filter, and if it would exist, it'd be somewhere else where we have no way to prove it. And since we have bigger questions now, sure. that we can, that we can, you know, touch. If we survive for a few thousand so years, we're gonna do some fucking crazy I, shit. I, I have a friend that's once the pandemic is over, she's going over to New York on a scholarship to get her uh, doctorates. 
And what she's doing is uh, stimulating the brain with electrodes, like with very small stimulation. Like I, I've done the test, you can't feel anything. Some people feel a little bit tingling, a bit burning. And um, to see if, well, if you stimulate certain parts of the brain, will it affect our, our behavior? I would assume and so, since the signals are electric anyway, right? Oh, yeah. But how does it affect, you know? And this goes deep. And it doesn't affect all the time. So. See, to me, it's like, it's, it's, that's very fascinating what she's doing. But, but to me, yeah. I guarantee you she's like 18 times smarter than me. But to me, yeah, um, as in, as in science, it's like, you know, I know you're fucking around and stuff, but the, 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 the human brain is so fucking complex. It's it's like a Pandora's box to me, right? Like like you right Pandora's box. Yeah, so you stimulate it, (laughs) and it's like it's like oh, this happens, right? But what other million other things are happening when you just did that? Yeah, and it's right. It's one of the other things that uh, plague psychologists when we're trying to be scientists is that we cannot isolate. There's no way to isolate the variable. There's no way. Not even if you created freaking Truman Show and had somebody born into a controlled environment that be and be watched 24 hours a day, you could... Because there's still the... the there's no way, right. No, the ruse no would way. be up when he was like four, dude. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? He'd figure out when he was like fucking four. Great movie, though. Um, yeah. It's a great movie. So... Um, yeah, because, you know, I, I, I was talking about how I saw this documentary that was actually pretty riveting and I thought it would be bullshit and it, it very well might be, it was really compelling, but it was talking about the soul and, and it opened up with this kid who believed he was a world war II pilot that got shot down and the way him and his family were now, again, I've been an actor for many years and I, I'm pretty good at telling when can, I can tell pretty well when people are acting. Then again, there's been times where people have been pretty fucking convincing and I'm like, and it's been proven that they were, you know, bullshitting. But either way, watching this documentary, I was pretty compelled by this kid. And, you know, they didn't, they they were on there to tell their story. It wasn't for attention. It was obvious. And well, uh, it was just... Kid. It's calling for attention. No, 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 no. They, they, one of the one of the quotes, and this is what was so compelling to me. It's it's just an instance, just like this. He's like, "Look, I talk about it if people want to talk to me about it, but it's not something I, I put out there, you know." And that's just one example of many reasons why I was like, "Dude, this sounds fucking legit," and it's crazy. Um, like how his parents, the kid's ego developing. Yeah, and, look, uh, here, here's the here's the thing. The 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 scientist yeah. in me. The scientist in me, again, if God came down and said, filthy, you've got to make a choice. Did this really happen or didn't it? I I would have to say it didn't just because there's not enough scientific evidence out there, generally speaking, in regard to reincarnation and stuff like that. But anyway, I want to I want to just explain this real quick. But what it is to be something, right? What is it to be a a World War II pilot? If you put this kid... In a cockpit, will we be able to fly a plane? You know. Yes. 
that there was a lot of crazy shit. Like you should watch the documentary. But as it as it proceeded, it started talking about other things, and I was like, I like how they they were talking science. Like they were talking a lot of science, and it came to this point where this guy is a, an anesthesiologist, and he he was fucking. You listen to him talk, and he's like, Well, I've isotope, I've isolated this and that, and I'm like, Okay, this guy's a genius. Yeah, you can just you can just hear it by his articulation. So he he you know was explaining how even you know with anesthesia i can't speak we don't really know what happens to the consciousness like the person is there and you know again you could do like that electrode stimulating in it and it will stimulate parts of the brain so the person is still there but it's almost like the consciousness isn't and they don't know because it's not sleep it's like apparently it's like kind of not what happens when we sleep either and he said he had isolated a tangible area in the brain with these little like spinules or whatever uh, that were triggered when the anesthesiology anesthesia happened. Right. And um, it basically came to the fact that his theory was that quantumly when we die, the consciousness goes somewhere else. And my biggest fear of death is and the loss of conceptual where the specu where the scientist ends and that's where the personal speculation comes I'll I will give you that. I will definitely give you that. I will definitely give you that. It definitely gave me some solace though. I was like, well, I hope that's true. And I it definitely <laughs> well, I mean it's it's also like you look at the the second law of the conservation of energy, right? That energy cannot be created nor destroyed, just passed on from one form to another. And I believe right. this is where science and spirituality coincide. And so I, I believe as we you, progress further with science and spirituality coinciding, I think that'll be best for the human race. There's this way of uh, of, of uh, seeing the human body as purely uh, a chemical reaction occurring, in a chain chemical reaction, and uh, and that's the way that that it's it's most perceived right now but I'm, I'm not saying it's the best way it's a reductionism to the material world you know but um so in that aspect then if nothing happens then uh there is a conservation of of, um, of matter and of energy because all the energy is inside the chemical bonds and that will deteriorate when our body starts to deteriorate. Right, but, but does that contradict uh, the law? Like, else, then that, wait, wait, that so happen. are you saying? Hold on, are you saying? Are you saying that everything? Are you saying that the energy dissipates, or we don't know where it goes? Uh, the chemical energy dissipates into the ground, or or into flames if you're cremated, or interesting. Yeah, whatever. interesting. If you're in outer space, then it's going to stay there, you know? <laughs> and it's going to dissipate into the void. Actually. The void. Yeah, dude, that's uh, <laughs> fucking depressing. But the thing is, oh, that's... But, but then you have the variable that we don't know, which is, well, is it a thing? Is this an actual thing? And where does it go? And, and that's the question. 
and if it goes somewhere else, if it stays here, and then and then you get into well, there, there's, let me ask you, there's 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 no there's absolutely no circumstance of the scientific community uh, disproving the second law of thermodynamics, correct? Or, or a conservation of energy, correct? That the energy oh, there's, that is there's anomalies. There's one anomaly that like got pretty famous like 10 years ago they, they they found a super crystal that actually has uh negative uh what do you call it, it actually absorbs all and dissipates within itself all the energy which is crazy i mean it's still possible the energy goes somewhere else and they just can't find it but yeah that and, yeah. and that's the only thing that that exists of with that trait that's really fascinating yeah, and it's very hard to come by. Like, yep, you need Why? a laboratory just to make a little bit of it. Yeah. Oh, wow, dude. I mean, like, could you fucking imagine, dude? I mean, I guess you could say it's possible. It, it, it dissipates and goes to the quantum level. But again, I'm an idiot, yeah. so I'm just speculating stupid shit. But, um, and, 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 and those documentaries are made for everybody, so... I'm right. not saying they're made for idiots. I'm saying they're made for everybody. I'm just saying you are idiots, filthy. You know? Yeah, no, of course. <laughs> of course. And, um, and to be, because like the semantics and everything the guy said, it's very important. And right. when he's talking, when he, when they're making the documentary, they're not as, uh, they cut out things that he said. And all that stuff. So yeah, exactly. Like I look, I get it. it. Look into <laughs> it. I hate, I hate that. Like as even as even as someone who would like love to make a fucking documentary, like I I can't I can't stand like that Michael Moore way of going about things. Part of me, yeah. I think if you if you have something that's worth sharing and it's the truth, you don't need to embellish, or rather, you shouldn't embellish. And if you do, you're a fucking asshole. That's what I think. Well, but they have to to get attention. I get it. I get it, and it's fucked. I get it, and yeah. as an artist, that is fucked. It's fucked that that has to happen. Right now, the way it do, it actually doesn't happen. Is, Listen, hold on. I got to say one thing. If something is that good, if something is good enough, it doesn't need to do that. And I'll stand firm by that. But go go ahead. What what were you saying? Yeah. Um. Because people need to get funding. And how do you get funding? Either you get some catchy words in there, you know, like quantum. The word quantum is so overused. Sure, I'm sure it is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put on quantum my quantum realm. underwear. <laughs> oh, look, a quantum, quantum peach. Realm, really. Where is it? Like, oh, it's, it's time to go everywhere. to quantum work. <laughs> Are you really wanting to get Quantum Leaf physical Olivia Newton John? <laughs> it's like um, either you do that or you, or you make numbers. So if you have a research that brings numbers, then you're going to get funded. So the, the way that uh, public fund, because here in Brazil, the the best universities for research, unlike what what the what our president said, they're the they're the pub they're the public. Uh, we have pub public uh, universities, and those right. are the ones where, where the research is. 
and right. even though they're that's a good thing, right? They get private funding for research and everything, but um, most of the funding is public. So how does that spread? Well, I see. Okay, where yeah. the numbers are. So you have these awesome researchers doing research on uh, social issues and on. Um, and they have to play the game for the greater good. It's fucking psychology. unfortunate. And they get no funding. So if you're a researcher, you're probably not gonna get, um, not not gonna get a uh, sponsor or a scholarship. You know, get paid to just do your research if you're not bringing numbers. So you have these really complex uh, studies that don't get enough funding, and then most most of the funding goes to the people that work on labs with rats because um, they. They bring numbers to the table, you know? And it's not that yeah. their research isn't as important, but they're the ones that bring the most. The most. Uh... It's really unfortunate that, that society is like that, dude, like politically as well. You know what I mean? It's like, I, tr I truly believe. And, and, and I hope this isn't the case, but like to get to, you know, like the president, let's say, like you have to get your fucking hands dirty. Uh, in yeah. some way or another, you have to compromise your own integrity and your own system of ethics and morals. Uh, and I mean, look, or be or be somebody that doesn't have any, or or be <laughs> yeah, a, a thousand percent. I'm I'm talking about I'm talking about that one percent in politics that initially has that vision. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. The yeah. the the point zero 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 one percent. You know, the three people out in the world that actually, you know, want to do this thing for the right reasons. And they're out there, but like, that's, it's an intriguing thing to me. Like I, I heard this story about this war veteran from like World War II or World War I, in fact, I, I forget which one, but he was heavily decorated. He was a fucking war hero. And he went into politics because he wanted to change things for the better. And I think something like, and I'm butchering this story, I'm pretty sure, but I think something like a year later, like he bowed out and he told his friend, he's like, like, it's, I can't, I can't do anything about things like yeah. I, I'm powerless. Like it's its own behemoth kind of thing. And I fucking believe that. And it's like all this, all this, you know, all this sensationalism out there it's is just fucking, it's overwhelming and it's polluting everything. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, You've got these, you've also got these kids that are born into these times right now where they don't know anything else but this crazy fucking world we live in right now. And let me tell you yeah. something. I don't believe I'm like that dude who's like, get off my lawn back in my day. I think we are actually in a fucking crazy time right now. And a lot of that yeah. has to do with that, that pack mentality. Let's castigate this person. You know what yeah. I mean? Let, let the person without sin throw the first stone. You know, it's none of us. We're all fucking sinners. We're sinners. Mm. We're dirty sluts and sinners. But um, you know, I think it's I think it's very dangerous, especially like my a big concern of mine is the kids, dude. Like the kids coming into chat and and like dropping the n bomb and so on and so forth, and not really, really. I understand kids fuck around when they're younger. You know what I mean? I used to fuck around too, and so on and so forth. Like I get it, but I think if especially with social media at our, you know, disposal and stuff like that, really 
if these kids see kids, it was funny because someone said kids are sociopaths, and it's like I get it, you know what I mean. Yeah, I said it. But the, I said well, it. Oh, did you? <laughs> it, was great. it was great. And then someone yeah. else is like, they're only sociopaths from two to four. Like I get it. Oh, yeah, right? that was, like that here's was here's <laughs> that was it's so fucking funny. But like here's the thing. I, I like what I'm what I'm realizing <laughs> through my own experience is it's it's a lack of empathy at that age, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right, like people aren't yeah, born empathy empathetic. Develops. Right, um, it really does. It study, really does. So then, by uh, this group called uh, Berger and Luckman, they um, they study kids and their development and social, and they come up with the two stages, two stages of socialization. So you have the first one, which is uh, in, inside the house. So you have your mom, you have mom, dad, maybe a sister, brother, maybe grandpa, grandma, and maybe an uncle or whatever. And the way you socialize inside there, which is like, so you're the kid, you know, you're the little kid. So you're learning. So mom says something on the phone and then you repeat it. The kid repeats it. Completely out of context. You know? Of course, of course. And it's just absorbing. Is the the sponge state? Right. So it's absorbing and mimicking. Right. So they then, they haven't learned. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I don't. I don't, I don't want to make this a lecture. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I I talk a lot, dude. So. <laughs> you know what and, i mean and like, if you I let me go i sure. could go on for days also sure all right well okay well in that case what what i was you know yes so it's a lack of empathy but it's also like you know the thing about racism and dropping that n-bomb and stuff like that is you're making a judgment about a person based on a general trait you know color yeah. but also other things that are whatever going through the person's head and it does fucking hurt like that, there's yeah, no it ifs. It that's what fucking hurt. It hurts. It's cultural. And I think but what yeah. they're doing, I think, is they're questioning the social norms. And you're absolutely correct. And they're fucking around, right? But what I'm yeah. saying is, is like, I wish. I I think if some of these kids, like they're eleven, they're eight, whatever. Like if some of these kids, like, actually really understood, like, how hurtful it actually was to yeah. other people like they just absolutely wouldn't do it you know what i mean and um, i learned but, but like learned here's the thing this to, is not to be a, a trolling idiot when i was like, yeah what 20 <laughs> right okay Before so okay, okay so internet, fair enough but but i think i think it's up to us <laughs> as older people i think it's up yeah. to us as like like i'm 45 dude and i i feel like it's up to me to like spread that a little bit because Dude, I do know, like, some people come in sometimes and, and I think their philosophies change through experiences that older people have had, you know, because ultimately yeah. it's like benefit. I, I want, I want, I've been uncomfortable my whole life. I want other people to be comfortable. I want them to grow. You know what I mean? I want them to grow through discomfort also, because that's, that's how I've found the most growth. You know what I mean? But if you're, and if you're mature, well, you're you're in a position of power there, so people yeah, people I agree see, see your maturity and they're like, okay, maybe what he's saying is true, and maybe I shouldn't be this way I am. 
either consciously or subconsciously. So sure. when you question something and do that, then you, you're helping. By not yeah, I'm also the oh, I, I'm okay. also the asshole who says what you're thinking. <laughs> that's, that's what I've been told my whole life. Um, but like, so here's the thing, though, in, in that regard as well, is that these these kids or whomever are acting with impunity, impunity, right? There's no there's no punishment for the things that they're doing. And in the real world, per se, like Los Angeles, you go up to a black person and drop the end bomb on them, you're getting knocked on your motherfucking ass. And if you're a kid. Your dad is getting knocked on his motherfucking ass. So, you know, there's there's consequences, right? So my fear is this lack of consequences with these kids yeah. being basically indoctrinated into a society full of this fucking sensationalism and all this other just fallacy and bullshit. Like, what does that do to a child's psychology? Am I overreacting at this? I don't think so. Because I think uh, these are a lot of the formulative years. And it's a little bit about like, I, I've I've heard that that you know a lot of times like like homeschooled kids are a little bit different because they were homeschooled. I'm sure I'm sure yeah. there's exceptions. I'm sure maybe that's not even the prominence, job. right? So and, and that's what I had heard, right? So it's yeah. just like even something like that, right? But like these these little fuckers <laughs> are acting with impunity on the internet. What does that do to their psychology? Which leads me to one more thing, and then I want you to to talk to me about that. I, I believe that, that like the teenage, the young generation always rebels. It always rebels no matter what generation they're in. I did in the sixties. It was the hippies. You know what I mean? Like there's always rebellion and the kids are doing it now. A lot of them are misguided and saying fucking stupid ass statements. Like yeah, all yeah, cops yeah. are bastards. I mean, at least say yeah. most or something, you know what I mean? But you, 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 yeah. you, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Dude. Go say, see the, go see, hang most, on one sec. Go see the true. night. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go see the night stalker documentary and tell me those cops aren't good guys. I mean, look, nobody's fucking perfect. I'm sure they've done, you know, shit here and there, but those were people that wanted to help other people. You fucking ass hats. But what I'm saying is this, since it's corrupt. The way it's, right since it's structured. Let me just bad. let me just fit let me just finish this thought. So since yeah. since uh children rebel, teenagers, young kids, 20s, blah blah blah, rebel. My hope is that in like a decade or another generation, that the children see the ills of like social media and shit like that and rebel against that, and you know, kind of bring themselves as a generation a little more back to nature maybe or something not like all hippied out or stuff but just really seeing the detriment yeah. of what some of this stuff does that's what i'm hoping for who knows it's probably a behemoth that's out of control and that will never happen definitely the masses will already be entrenched in it like you look at it twitter is just kids mm -hmm. and then the adults take those traits and now everybody's fucking crazy yeah because the demographic is most lucrative is from 8 to 15 i believe Interesting. So if, if you if you target that audience, you're 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 gonna make millions. That's that that's how Bieber happened. Justin Bieber. That's how. Uh, He's also talented, though. He is, but he wasn't. <laughs> really? Man, if you're, I I I think like his first hit was Auto Tune. To me, it was Auto Tune, and he was being guided by very talented adults. Like I mean, fair enough, but he's also and, yeah. like he's strikingly good looking too, and that's always a yeah. plus, you know. And he was a model. He wasn't a singer. He was a model. 
But man, if you're singing every day, uh, every day of the week for two years, you're gonna be good. Like, no probably, probably. Yeah. I think it still depends on the person, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a little bit of talent and whatever. But if you train a lot, you're gonna be good. Like I used to want to be famous. Now I got this disguise here in case it happens. <laughs> <laughs> Well, really, my, my, like, you know, I think about this quite often. Like, if I had made it in the entertainment industry, like I wanted with my psychology, especially back then, being in all the pain and the drug abuse and like all that other shit, uh, would I have made it? You would have went on a spiral at one point, you know, downward spiral. Well, yeah. I mean, I did, I did without a big career. You know what I mean? Like, really, like that's a lot of that led me to this to this point. A lot of, of a lot of spiritual pursuits and 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 wanting to 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 better myself and and like big time, like realizing that wait, I do play the victim. I don't like that. I feel like that makes me weak. Let me work on changing that, but still being kind to myself. Yeah, I, I played the victim too a lot. Wasn't I? Didn't have the prospect of being like oh, famous or anything. But because um, my family is moderately successful, so I had that pressure, and I thought, well, I'm I was born into this family, you know, it's gonna happen to me, no matter what, and then it didn't because it didn't. Yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, but that's 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 okay. Yeah. How old are you? That's okay. I'm 29. Yeah, dude, like that's still like, still and you're college. so you're so bro, you're 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 so smart, and you've got such a, a good heart, man. Like I I, yeah. I think there's gonna be I'm amazing stuff happening so. for you. That's okay, yeah, that's dude. Life is a fucking down. practice, bro. Life is a I'm practice. The, be- the 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 best thing we can do is not beat ourselves up, right? Don't fucking cater to your own bullshit. But you know, we excessively beat ourselves up. We gotta yeah. actively be kinder to ourselves, and that takes practice and it takes cognitive, you know, therapeutic stuff we can do for ourselves sometimes. Yeah. Contrary yeah. action, being of service yeah, to I'm, others. I'm in therapy and. <laughs> And man, t- therapy is is awesome, really. If my my advice, if you're going through anything and you have the means of going to th- therapy, do so because uh, it doesn't have I to think, be expensive. There, I think it can very things. rarely, rarely hurt. Like I think it's usually yeah. good. My and experience change the therapist. I, I, right. I'm on so that's what I wanted to say right now. <laughs> and yeah. So okay. Can, you know, it is okay. I so I, this guy, man, seriously, I had, uh, uh, he was like so expensive. He was uh, like, it's kind of hard to imagine currency in, a, in another country, but he was like 600 bucks for one session. And here it's usually 250. That's fucking and nuts. He was and he was good like he was good oh really but interesting his, i thought you were gonna say the opposite no nah, he was awesome you do get but you dude you do get what you fucking what pay for a lot right yeah he did. like i had uh i shouldn't be saying this though well, well take a take some, a sack something and, very you know. famous very famous coming out of his of the office one day you know somebody very famous Oh, that that's fine. If you don't give the name, yeah. we're fine. Yeah, I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, bro. Okay. So again, like, especially with the medical professions and stuff like that, like you do tend to get what you pay for. Right. So she, she, she's somebody like somebody you'd know, like, if I told you who it was, you'd know. Forever, my shrinking, my head is shrinking, my head is shrinking. What the fuck? That was Shakira, man. Oh, wait, no, she's Argentinian or some shit. she's Bolivian, I think. Is she Bolivian? She's Colombian. Hot. Colombian. She's Colombian. Um, not Bolivia. If I had a rich, the male. other country with the good cocaine. <laughs> not yeah, Bolivia. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? We get the shit now. Um, but, uh, yeah. But so, me, in uh, my experience, let, therapy. Let me just. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go please, on. please, no, go finish. Now, let's just finish that topic that we were on before. Before we go ahead. Because of the kids, right? And uh, what happens is in the second uh, socialization uh, phase is where the kid goes into school and starts talking to other kids. And that's where empathy really shines. Sure. Yes. You have somebody parenting is huge your too. level. Yeah. Parenting is, is half of it. It's yeah, it's kind of like the conduit to that because you know they come back and they're like, they're like, well, this happened and this happened, and it's like, well, you know, you shouldn't have pulled the girl's hair. And then he's like, oh, yeah, not my kid. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's in the second stage where you're like, you're, you're in the same level and you understand that you haven't, you, you can do things to other people also because in the first one, you were receiving and now you're receiving and giving. And that's where you get empathy. That's where you develop your right. Your yes. And the only way it can be empathetic like is if you have experienced yeah. it. Yeah. Well, not not exactly, but you can mentalize an experience also. I know. I had I had this uh, I had this discussion with someone recently because initially I thought empathy was something that you could only experience if you had experienced a similar thing wow. and sympathy was was relating to the experience even if if you haven't like you can only be sympathetic if you haven't gone through an experience yeah. or similar or something like that right and I, I i and then i think i was proven a little bit off with that yeah it's kind of, you're you're kind of on point but empathy is actually you emulate the other person's feelings by looking at them and by this or by hearing what they went through, you actually emulate the person's brain. You see, okay, so sympathy is yeah. sympathy is, is is having you know concern, but not but yeah. not experiencing those emotions. I got you, fantastic. Yeah, no, sympathy sympathy is independent of experiencing the emotions. Interesting. Like, okay, okay, fantastic. I'm, I appreciate uh, that. I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna make a Jew joke to filthy because he's Jewish. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. sympathy. <laughs> yeah. Empathy is like, oh, okay. Uh, I just. I'm not going to make a Jew joke to filthy because it'll hurt him. Filthy, and I felt, and I felt hurt. You know, right? Because it hurts when the joke bombs for the wrong reasons. You know, because <laughs> I'm I'm open know, to to riffing on on everyone personally. I I just yeah, you know there, there's there's a lot because like here's another thing too. Like when I do those 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 puppet shows and shit like that, like. 
I'm waiting to get fucking canceled, you know, because of the Asian accent and stuff like that. Like, I find that shit funny. And it's like, dude, I'll make fun of, you know, there's a, she's, what, what's her name? You don't think this, this woman's Jewish? Iris? You don't think Iris is Jewish? You know what I mean? So it's like, I make fun of, of everything. And it, it's, it's scary yeah. because, you know, these, these people, <laughs> they make these issues about themselves. It's like, I'm just doing characters. Yeah. And like, part of me is like scared. People are going to be like, look at this guy. Look how fucking racist he is. And you know what? I'm going to stand. I've come up with these fantasies in my head. I'm going to stand by my guns. I'm going to be like, look, it's a fucking character that I find funny. I find the accent funny. Yes, yeah. I do. And it's not okay? a person. I'm... And, and, and the person being Asian, your, your fucking puppet being Asian, right? Well, I mean, like I'm going through with the accent and stuff like that. And maybe, maybe I am being, but that's the thing. That's like the way I see it. I don't see it in a way that's like, I'm not, it's not, it's not my intent to be hurtful to anyone. It's my intent to make people laugh. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's it. And if you do offend somebody, listen, hear, hear what they have to say. And if it's bullshit, then that there's that. No, hundred percent. And that, but, I'm, I'm, part of me is afraid. Part of me is afraid <laughs> yeah. that that they're going to prove to me that I have been. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. But, but no, part of what part of me is afraid is that they're going to prove to me that I am being insensitive, and that overwhelms the comedy aspect, which I don't think it will. To be honest uh, with you, because comedy is pretty high for me. I think and it's, it's so like silly. I think we. Yeah. It's so silly. If somebody takes it seriously, I think it's their problem. And I, I well, those fuckers are I, out I there. Look at this one, kid who fucking tried to take down did. Trader Joe's, dude. Oh, they, but they didn't take him down. No, and God, can yeah. I? Can we just give a special shout out to Trader Joe's right now for standing <laughs> by your guns and not cringing to the fucking overt politically correctness that is a plague? But hold on, don't let me misspeak. I think a lot of the the PC stuff is good. I think we are evolving societally. It is a process societally to uh, gain more tolerance for our fellow man, more empathy and stuff like that. So I think that's good shit. But there's a fucking line when you motherfuckers make it about yourselves because you think you're doing the right thing, but you actually have no conception because you have such little empathy that you're causing more division because you're making things separate when they don't, when they're different, but they don't need to be in that respect. Fuck you. Congrats, Trader Joe's. That's why I went shopping there today. <laughs> um, <laughs> and because of their, their products, their products. They're amazing. Well, that's another thing too, right? It's like they're cheap. And it's like, so I don't have time to cook right yeah. now. Like, you know, if I cook, it'll be on, on this day, which is like my day off, but I always have shit to do catching up anyway. I, I really, I'm enjoying right now. Like, it's hard and it's a lot of work, but like, I'm really pursuing my dream and that just makes me so happy. But I don't have time, so I don't have time because I'm producing and writing and thinking of different shit for the stream and definitely shit outside of the stream. Um, so they have these products that are like, oh, I'm going to have some chicken marsala. And you just throw that shit in the oven, it's bomb. <laughs> it's almost like restaurant style. And these things are... Yeah. They're pretty cheap. The price has definitely gone up, but uh, yeah, Trader but Joe's is like competing against restaurants and rotisseries. They're not competing against. Uh, well, so that's true, but but the yeah. the initial reason why why I brought it up is because I think that's just actually a good business ploy is making things as cheap as possible and giving yeah. people access, like Amazon. 
That's why it's such a great, you know, like why go anywhere else? Like these fuckers are going to charge me this much. I'm just going to get this through Amazon and it's going to be delivered through my door. It's just, I, I think, I think, I think humankind is inherently gluttonous and that greed or, or greedy rather. And that greed really pollutes people into making bad business decisions. Get yeah. the business. The way you get the business greed. is to make. Exactly. It's not just greed. Sins. All the capital yeah. sins. Yeah. Speaking of capital sins, <laughs> choose your character. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking nutsacks, dude. Oh my God. They're out there. Oh. It's fucking crazy. The closeted ones are the worst, you know? The ones actually casting the ill votes and like, you know, just uh, these people are fucking it's so crazy the the, the, the people who rioted in the capitol the people who stormed the capitol oh, yeah. in the u.s yeah. like these people are fucking not only crazy and fucking dumb but my god like fucking hell like no. like they are out there yeah, they're mental shit. too man i bet you a hundred bucks q and on started in 4chan i bet you a hundred bucks no it did i did the research by, that's exactly by, what what q and on is yeah Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Bucks. I didn't bet, motherfucker. <laughs> so what? QAnon. Uh, QAnon initially. It's just so. Troll. Yes. So like, it was th- apparently this guy that like worked inside and like, you know, it was a child pedophilia thing. And then of course these guys would be like, oh, "Of course, they took her down." <laughs> yeah, and I think most of the things is. I mean. I'm not trying to bash on anybody here, and uh, fuck those people, I'm not dude. Gen- making general those those people can but uh, eat small what ass. What I think happens a lot is there's a troll in 4chan, and then because there's a lot in 4chan, there's a lot of trolls, and there's a lot of people with autism, and pe- people with autism they don't have this. Um, this thing for um, I never thought of that. Subtleties. That's really interesting, right? So that's interesting irony, and that's that's. Uh, I'm not saying they're stupid or anything. Of course uh, not. Most of them are pretty no, fucking no. smart. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's my buddy thinks I'm a little bit. I have, on the I have a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you can't if you think you. you I don't. You I don't think I am. But, but it's, I don't it's know. Nothing. Uh, degrading about that no man look i'm and some of them are concerned i'm happy with the creativity that i can put out there man it's a dream come true so if 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 a part of me is is autistic helping me do that fuck thank you and then they tried they spread it and they repeat it in 4chan right that's really interesting i i wow and then the bigots and the the conservatives the extreme extremists they see what those guys posted and then they this is just your personal the things you've thought about of how it transpires that's really that's really fucking brilliant dude i gotta be honest with you there are a lot of autists in for sure i know that oh yeah in my in 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 the filthy few too yeah and um i have this friend who's studying psychology this guy is huge man he's like six foot four six foot five and people think he's a shout out to your friend with a big dick (laughs) 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 oh 
They think he's psycho. He's a freaking psycho, but he's just autist. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. It, it, it's it's yeah. It, it's yeah. I believe it, dude. It, it it is it is it is tough sometimes because it's like you know we all judge, you know. And and as I say, it's it's what we do with the information and a lot of this information. When we're judging someone, we're judging ourselves, right? Yeah. We, and because we're we're putting so, us our, our, ourselves up for comparison. The nurses. Narcissistic principle, which is Cartesian skeptics and solipsists all around. When you see, when you see something that you like or you dislike, you're actually looking to the mirror. So if you if you dislike something, it's something in you that you dislike, and if it's something you like, it's something in you that you like. Right, so, right. So I think it's interesting to think about the things that we dislike and and try and kind of turn that to a positive and, and, you know, internalize it and be like, okay, this is why I don't like this. Let me be nice to this person and see what happens. Exactly. And stepping out of that shit. Welcome back to the filthy few podcast episode one with our special guest, Raph. Hello. (laughs) We've been talking for over two hours. That's good. So, so love, love is an interesting thing, right? Yeah. Love is something that we know exists, yet it's intangible. Yeah. Which yeah, is which uh, is which abstract. is pretty interesting. Well, you um, can you can break it down into dopamine and serotonin and can can we though? Can, like can we act I mean theoretically we can, so, but we haven't so, been able to do way. that, have we? It's a it's reductionist. It's, it is a way, but it's a reductionist way. So re- you're reducing. What are we doing, a balsamic? <laughs> yeah, we're making pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, basically. But um, it, it actually comes from that, you know. Uh, a lot of the words in psych- psychology come from uh, like, uh, alchemists. So you have ah, sublimation, interesting. And, and it comes from chemistry. Actually, before I was studying psychology, I studied chemistry. I didn't really know what I, I wanted to do with my life, so I thought I wanted to study. You know, uh, I liked everything, so everything is chemistry. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, the trip, the trippy I, thing, the trippy thing about love. Too. Yeah. yeah. The trippy thing about love is how powerful it is, right? Like it's an actual powerful fucking force. Whether look, yeah, whether it's, it's whether I mean like does it does it does it transcend our emotion and become this other thing? Uh so depends on the way you look at it. Because um you can look at it well, first as purely chemical. And then philosophically, there's the four types of love. What's there's, that? Uh, philia, which is. Uh, she wasn't dead, I swear! So you were saying uh, there were four different types of love. Yeah. And I was listening to him, and I, I was butchering so hard. 
I think it's a good thing I got cut off. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, dude. Um, <laughs> but there's like different types of like, oh, there's the love you have for your family. There's love you have for friends. There's love you have for everybody. And there's love that you have for um, like romantic love, you know? Yes. And I could Basically, say, I could like, say that's, yeah, I could say that's pretty accurate for me. Yeah. And that's philosophical. But then what Freud uh, said that it's actually all, everything is basically comes from love. Uh, this uh, comes from the wanting to, uh, like, erotic love. Because, um, and, then he, and then he goes into what is erotic. Because Eros... Eros is uh, step mom. <laughs> yeah. He, he did basically I'm, I'm say stuck. that uh, I'm babies stuck want to step I'm stuck step <laughs> Well it's it, it is interesting because look at look at the trends Gosh, in porn. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's totally yeah. edible. Is that is that the yeah, right word? Totally. Edible? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I cool. So it's not the pussy. And he was ostracized because he walked into a room full of the, the highest scientists in Vienna at like 19, in the early 1900s. And he said that babies want to fuck their moms. And people were like... <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. They they walked out of them. everybody walked out. Yeah, I mean it's it's interesting, isn't that isn't that the norm? You know what I mean? Galileo. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. he was he was fucking I think was he the was he the first that that gave out the heliocentric model? And like he uh, tried to tell it and they were like Yeah, he was the first uh person in Europe to try to publish it. Right, make it right, because the people that were what they say is, uh, people who were out at sea already knew that they were like, okay, doesn't make sense that this is flat, you know. People actually went out to sea and started looking at the stars. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking stars, about the the solar system that that we that we rotate around the sun. He he was yeah. he was he was castigated like I think he almost fucking yeah. died for like bringing that up, dude. I think he died for it. Actually, he did. I, I don't. I think he didn't, but I could be wrong. Oh fuck! Wait, hey, who's the oh. dude who got his fucking nose cut off and wore a metal nose? That was another some Italian dude. I forget. Uh, anyway, um. So yeah, and and. You know, it's it's all it's all interesting stuff to me because like like I I personally believe from a I'm obviously open to a lot, but I personally believe from like a, a scientific standpoint that everything is 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 like science. Like we evolved to perceive the sense of beauty for something that was going to benefit us as a species and nothing more than that. You know, that's what I believe. I would love to believe differently, but that's actually what I believe. 
And yeah, I I, I I I hope and I wish there's more than that, but that is really what I believe. But it's it's oh, in, in it's that in that complex. respect, yeah. in that respect, it's so fascinating to me that we can look up to the stars and and you know if this is all evolution if if you know all evolution got our thought process to this point where we look up to the stars and we say hey that's fucking beautiful i perceive this something it gives me pleasure because aesthetically i enjoy it to get to that point like boggles my mind like why why do we have that and then also you know as a segue looking out into the stars and, and saying hey are we alone i don't want to be alone like what are those about scientifically yeah. Uh, so, so it comes down to the narcissist uh, principle, which you look up and you see yourself, really, because all you see is yourself. I told you you'd be a fucking star, filthy. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you see yourself among the stars, and then you say, "Well, I'm here. There, there must be somebody out there," you know. When it comes from that, it's that simple. Again, science and spirituality coinciding, right? Like, like, yeah, you know, we are stardust. Spiritual sciences. There's a term, the spiritual sciences. Really? And that's not just new, yeah. new age yeah. hogwash. Human. It sounds no, like new age it's, hogwash. <laughs> it's the human sciences, the what they now call the humane sciences. Interesting. Is, uh, sociology and. Uh, um, yeah, all the human sciences. So, a psychic once left a a flyer on my ex girlfriend's car, and I picked it up, and it says, "Hey, you know, your first your first question is free." So, <laughs> <laughs> so I call up the psychic, and I and and uh, you know, thank it? you for calling. Blah 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 blah. Right. And I was like, I was like, what is my first question? <laughs> right. So like, I mean, it's obvious to, you know, like whatever, it, it, many different levels. And she's like, this is a church. You can't call here. And I'm like, what is my first question? <laughs> if she was anything she would have been like that was your first question i would be like i am intrigued you know what I mean? but, my goodness gracious what a bunch of fucking charlatan pieces of shit those people are you gotta think you gotta think that that people that like come up off of other people are i would think that in real life like they're still miserable not not because they're necessarily doing that. Like these are pieces of shit, right? So not necessarily that that they're doing that, but just who they are psychologically. Like maybe, I'm sure some of them they are believe happy. Their own bullshit, you know. Most of them, I think, believe their own about bullshit. being psychic. No, they don't. Yeah. No, I think, I think absolutely so. not. I would say I would say 99.9 of them don't, as my guess. And then there, there's that point zero one that's fucking crazy. That's like, oh, you like those fucking <laughs> those Marshall, those Bullshito motherfuckers, dude. They're just, just throwing shit. And an MMA fighter is like, hey, I mean, it's ten thousand dollars. I'll fight you. And the guy's like, I shall throw my chi up your anus. And the MMA guy's like, make your move. And then the fucking the Tai Chi master is like, oh. And then the MMA goes poof. 
And then the Tai Chi master goes down and the MMA guy's like, give me my fucking 10 grand, you old cunt. <laughs> so some of those guys believe their shit for sure. I mean, and that's the, that's the, the thing. The, if you're, the if you're built... It's is, is, is kind of complicated because some I, of I it... I don't believe is, it. It's actually... And, and, uh, and I'm uh, a martial free. artist. <laughs> <laughs> some of it is pre-science. So chi means air. And the way you breathe where you're fighting it. Okay, hey, fucking excellent. What I'm talking about is this mystical energy that apparently, yeah. like, does shit. You know, like, like is, is Reiki that it's not, it's, it's, it's bullshit, yeah. right? Uh, kind of. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, dude, like, I mean, it's like, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, come on. I believe in psychosomatics, there. but. Yeah. But that, you know, I mean, it's, come on. Like, well, then it's just purely placebo, which means it does not work. That something yeah. else is working. And hey, if it works for you, man. That's, that's good. And I don't, like, look, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. create any fucking haters on this thing, man. I'm just saying, like, like, I, if you believe what you believe and you believe that, that's fine. But if you're someone who knows that they're in the wrong and you're taking advantage of other people, like, I don't like that. And I'm going to speak on it. And that's the way I feel. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to disrespect anyone's way of life or anything like that. It's like, fucking prove me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a fucking, I have a fucking fucked up arm from a street fight. Fucking heal that shit. And then I'll be like, yes, Reiki works. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, don't talk to shit. If I, I, I just, it's, it's really infuriating. I just want to know about the truth about things. That's all, dude. I'm the first person. I always played a magic user in D&D. I couldn't do anything else <laughs> until video games, okay? A lot I'm of, the a one lot who wants stuff. to be casting lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt. Trust me. But but I, as a pragmatic person, I just want the truth, man. Because a lot of that stuff comes from back in the day where we didn't know shit about thousand percent. Right? A thousand and percent, then, dude. And they actually touch on the truth. But then they deviate from it when they try, try to explain other things. And it comes down to over-explanation. Over really. Well, that's what, I, that's what Joe Rogan talks about, dude, to be honest with you. He's like, these people that are, you know, doing these bunk martial arts, they're like, they're like okay, so what's going to happen is your C4 vertebrate is going to invert quickly, <laughs> and, which will cause a spasm up your synapse and uh, uh, exposing your cerebral tissue to the bare blood. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those fucking assholes, too, dude. That's oh, 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 oh. So the there's guys way back in the day talking about chi, they were trying to explain the universe. Interesting. You're and, so smart, dude. See, I never. Right, and 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 it but just now, it just it to today. You have to you have to like say, okay, what about this is true? Because if you if you if you think about feng shui, if you use feng shui on your house, man, shit is gonna get organized. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a harmonious place where interesting you're have less, for less sure. Less. But it's something else at work, yeah. right? The feng shui is bullshit. Yeah, it's airflow. It's, it's basically well, no, not even that. Airport. Just psychologically living in a in a maybe a minimalist, beautiful looking place, and yeah. you know maybe facing a certain way brings a certain aesthetic yeah, of the broken. sun in there. So it's psychological, yeah. but there's something else at work. Like like 
what I'm saying is, okay, yes. So the feng shui might work, but let's make it a psychological thing and not a magical thing. That's yeah. my only thing, then, right? Like if, if there's if, no if magic involved that, in it and it helps our psychology, okay, great. And, yeah. and that is almost magical, but like yes. call it like it is. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's where I stand too. Yeah, but, it's just uh, these new age, these new age motherfuckers, and a lot of them are just batshit. Like a lot of, it I, comes out, I used it comes to, out I used of to... Freud, and then Carl Jung, <laughs> he 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 went a lot into the mystical things. Yeah. He worked for the, he wasn't himself a Nazi, but he worked for uh, Nazi Germany for a couple of years, and then he ran away. Yeah, interesting, man. It, it's it's yeah. and they kind of fed off of his thing for. But it's interesting because I only think in 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 contemporary times, and I'm like these yeah. fucking idiots. But you're right. I mean, this thing, this was like she was a way to explain certain things that were happening, which were actual energy, even though they're not coming from a magical, mystical place. Like yeah. you said, breathing and energies in your body that you know. You know, but I mean, it's like I, there's this thing that that comes from God knows where that sometimes it pushes me, which is the wind, and it brings rain sometimes. Like, what the fuck is that? You know, and I and it can't, and I can make it with my mouth if I blow. You know? It's like, well, wait, let me get this straight. You can make rain with your mouth. I can they can show you through in Pakistan. Wait, I'm channeling the capital stormers. Sorry about that. Erase it from the record. Delete, delete. And the rain song, I think it works. Because they do it around a campfire, and a campfire brings dust to the air. No, that's silly. <laughs> And oh God! You were dust. trolling. Oh God! Thank no, God. No, really. when no, there's dust that's silly. In the air, it, it, it brings precipitation. You right, need, but on the level, but you need. I get that, but that's so not going to come from chanting. human breath. No, it comes from the fire that they did. <laughs> it's, it's taking it also. It's taking moisture from from the no from the wood and raising it up. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's not going to create rain, dude. I'm sorry, uh, Raph. <laughs> It's not, yeah, it's not going to create out of nowhere, but if there was a chance it was going to rain, it, it increased a little bit, you know? Right, but my guess would be it increased it such a nominal amount that it wouldn't affect anything. That's my guess. But, yeah, um, like nine times out of ten. So, you know, about in, in, in back to love, you know, yeah. as you've heard me say many times, my own philosophy that I've come up with. And I'm not going to take credit for it because I'm sure it's been said before, but legit, like yeah. this is just something that I've developed on my own is that honesty and communication is the secret to any great relationship, whether it be yeah. uh, familial, platonic or romantic. Yeah. And that's that's at least a two way street. Right. Um, and. Uh, it's just it's a really cool philosophy. It's it's just a really cool thing to have if you have someone else in your life that's that's willing to put their ego aside, uh, you know, for the prospect of of developing a, a stronger relationship. 
that's another thing um, that I say too you, is that wanna... vulnerability is strength and and when we're vulnerable we put our ego aside with the prospect of getting hurt by another individual and that's why it's strong right so mm. if we put our ego aside for the prospect of a, of a greater relationship with someone else, you know, and it's usually not going to work because people are just too fucking, they, they're not, a lot of them just are not built like that, you know? Yeah. And a lot of them are just built like that, but in a way that's very different from yours. So you're not compatible. It's not that they're bad. Fucking compatible, dude. That's what my first fucking serious girlfriend would say. Like we were definitely in love. I know I was head over heels and I know she was in love as well. This was my first love. And she'd be like, but we're just not compatible. I'd be like, what does that mean? And she'd be like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, but it's love. And she's like, sometimes love's not enough. I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> I was so young, dude. Yeah. If she oh, says man. you're not compatible, then, well, well, fuck you, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it would, but like again, nah. But I'm Being no, it's true. It. No, but it was, it was true. Like, like the, the, the. I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing. Is like, is like, dude. I've been single since I had my kid, which was fucking almost six years ago, right? And it's like I, um, I was a person that was so insecure. I still am, but I was a person that was so insecure. That like if I was in a relationship, I'd still front a bit. You know what I mean? Like I was authentic, I was me, but I would still front because I was insecure. I wasn't sexy enough or good looking enough or funny enough or whatever, right? Yeah. And that really, you know, propelled me in, in all these past relationships that I had. So in all fairness to them, I wasn't really being my true self either. It wasn't like a manipulation. Manip maybe it was actually manipulative. Um, but you know, being single now and, and, you know, coming to the point psychologically where it's like, look, here I am, this is me, bear, take it or leave it. You know, I, I would love yeah. to have that with someone else, you know? Uh, do you want to know what Freud said about that? What? Um, it's going to take a little bit to get exactly where I want to, but I have to explain, like, all the stages to get to the stage that that's important the topic feels like uh, a doctor telling me about to die well yeah basically <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, but what it what happens is love uh develops right it's not something you're the way the way we feel it now is not the way we felt it when we were born because when when we were born he didn't even see like the baby starts using his eyes at two two weeks so before that uh it's experience we feel love the, yeah the theory is that the baby only experiences himself he doesn't know where everything is or, or really what the fuck is happening right he only knows that it was in a warm comfy place and now it's cold right and now right there's discomfort and then and and then it starts to notice that when he's hungry and he cries there's this thing that comes into his mouth and then uh gives it milk right and what i actually the theory is that 
actually believes that by crying it's, quick shout it's out to titties milk. No, it's making milk. interesting like, the it's himself interesting very interesting and then so it's all linked so it's called the oral phase because it's linked to the the crying and the milk and then later that's when they suck their thumb speaking yeah they suck their thumb and they start to learn how to speak so it's all in the mouth and and once that's over that's it concludes uh when it starts to walk and then it starts to to know what's right from wrong from uh basically when it wants to to take a piss or wants to poop so when you poop in the floor in the middle of the room you know if you don't have your diapers on, you're going to get... You know. Roll around in it and call your lady. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry. Like, my oh, bad. Go ahead. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. And then you see, it sees the parents, like, disgusted and all that right. stuff. And then it learns how to control the, the inner movements. And then, so, it's like, oh, good job. You... you when the potty training is going on, it's like, oh, good job going to the, into the potty. And then it's like, okay, it's right to pee here, it's right to poop here, but it's wrong to poop anywhere else. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly butchering this. That's okay. Because of time, because I could go on for days. I, well, I yeah, couldn't, right. but... Bre- brevity is best right now. Yeah. Because we still got some and more then, shit to cover. Yeah. And then uh once and really the, the anus is the most complex muscle in the body because it's it's shaped differently. It's uh hyperbole. It's not it's not straight. It's it kind of looks like those the, the I don't know about you, sister, but my anus is straight. <laughs> <laughs> That means it's open all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Only for the right guy. Because it, it does happen when it, when, especially in old people, when it's it's like tired. Get out, dude. Sick. I'm not <laughs> yeah. there yet, you fucking assholes. <laughs> God damn, dude. You said I mean, it. I do have, you okay, hold on. Let's funny. make it, okay, well, but hold on. Let's do agree on one thing. I do have diverticulitis, okay? That's an old person's disease. <laughs> hey, but Brock Lister fucked it, too. Got fucking fucked by that, too. God damn it. But anyway, let's, let's get back to it. <laughs> and then what happens is uh, it starts to, to get uh, rewarded it like the, the, the reward for going potty in the right place, right? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, good job, you know. And then it starts to do things for approval. Yes. So the phase before was the the anal phase. So it was the oral, and then the anal, and then now it's the phallic stage, where that's where the Oedipus uh, complex comes in where the boy seeks approval from the mom 
and tries to compete with his ad for attention. And the uh, and the girl wants to take shit from the dad and starts um, competing with the mom for attention. That's the theory. It's one of the critiques is that it was very sexist, but you gotta. I, I can I I can, I can really see like, that, but there's definitely there's. There's definitely like Oedipal. I mean, look, man, like the Greeks fucking wrote about it because it was a thing. Like yeah. that's just but the they, way it is. They didn't write specifically about uh, psychology. They wrote it as. But that's how all, they described the their psychology. Like I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if that was like intended to be blatant back then. Yeah, I think it was. I think. It yeah. Was. But it was much um, more subtle. It was. It it definitely, like definitely more silent. subtle, but also. You know, you, you got to think like back then, like they're discovering discovery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everything. And, and, and the fit, like how, you know, the name Adams were made by Aristotle or Socrates or Plato. Wait, who yeah. was it? Socrates, right? No. Yeah, and then later, uh, Carl Jung would use the, the archetypes. Right. Psychology. And right, the archetypes right. are, are Plato. Purely or sort of, I don't remember. I don't know. So, um, yeah, it's interesting shit too. Speaking of Plato and Plato? Edgar Casey, if you're familiar with him at all, um, yeah. my dad is a big fan of Edgar Casey, and uh, you know, the skeptic in me is like, dude, he worked at a fucking library, and he said he slept on top of a book and would retain the information. The guy's full of fucking shit, <laughs> but. But I mean, that, and, and I would bet on that, but I will say there's some fucking, and my dad's still devout believer and, and there's some compelling shit though. Right. Like there, there's a lot of shit that's like, okay, this guy's a dick bag, dude. Like, you know, like the, the, the chiropractician, the osteo, whatever, the homo, uh, the homo homeopathy, all just yeah. like lots of like cracked weird shit. But one thing that's interesting is he he we have a friend of the family whose name was Seth and he was a he was a veteran and they just I, I he knew my dad from the army and uh so they were friends and you know we called him our uncle and stuff like that and his uh his 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 family got into a car wreck unfortunately and his his wife and his children died and uh you know, my dad, yeah, my dad was talking to him and he's like, oh my God, do you remember? Um, he, he had told my dad prior a story about, he got his palm read by Edgar Casey, and Edgar Casey said, your family in the future will be taken from you because in Atlantis, you cheated on them with a whore. And he was like, okay, whatever. And then after that, he told my dad, he was like, because I think he had already told my dad that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's just like a trip like that. There's also, there's stuff, uh, you know, it's, it's really interesting. You can have like devoutly, if that's the right word, uh, uh, atheistic people go to Israel who, who you know, are, are like raised Jewish or whatever. Like this is, this has happened vicariously through friends of mine that were complete atheists, went to Israel and came back just full on Jew. Right. Yeah, there's this weird thing that happens. In That's what I hear. Here, uh, here, Brazil is Catholic and 
Christian. Right. It used to be mostly Catholic, and now it's, uh, it's mostly Protestant. But um, there's a lot of people that go to Israel as Christians, and they go batshit insane over there and think they're Jesus. They, they get lost in the desert. Dude, that's nuts. Problem. That's actually yeah. Problem. <laughs> you know what? That once. would make such a brilliant once. premise for a fucking comedy, dude. <laughs> yeah, and that it, would make such a brilliant. It happened com- to me. I, w- I told you about that time. I, the time I took good acid in the festival. I and went. I went on a road trip for for like twelve hours, right? Yeah. It's a, this awesome festival with lots of music. It wasn't those electronic music festivals, you know. It's like live music for four days straight from 10 a.m. to 6 a.m. Live music every day. And lots of workshops and everything. It's the coolest place. And then, uh, so it was nighttime. And then I took, I took the biggest dose of acid I've seen, really. <laughs> and it was the good shit. Yeah. So, well, the good I, shit I is technically I, LSD twenty five, right? I I don't know about that, but I know I, I just know it was the good shit. That's how. Trust me, motherfuckers. The good shit is LSD twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> so I was there with like a group of friends, and all of them but one was Jewish. <laughs> and then I thought it was nighttime. And there was this illuminated place, and where it wasn't illuminated, it was just like pitch dark. And I'm not used to seeing that. I'm from the big city, you know. So uh, my trip was that it was uh, a UFO. We're on top of a UFO. (laughs) Oh, wow. And that I was Jesus. And then I I reunited with my friends, and I was like, (laughs) I'm St. Peter, St. Paul. <laughs> yeah, that's a trip too because you're you're really you're really well read and you're really smart too. So it's yeah, like I'm sure the thing was I, 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 I'm grounded. I, like I, I had these thoughts and I was like, what the fuck are you thinking, really, man? Right, and what that's the, the intellectual. That's that's one thing that that I'm glad about. Like like yeah. I had a I had a bad edible trip. Edibles never worked on me. And one night, this was actually a couple of years ago, one night I just ate like 250 milligrams and I started, I was like, why am I getting all anxious right now? And then I looked over to the empty gummy bear wrapper and I was like, oh, I guess edibles do work on me, bro. I was like, literally I was in an anxiety attack for two weeks. It was horrible. Got wow. me to stop fucking stop smoking weed yeah. for a while too. Didn't last yeah. that long, but <laughs> So, okay, so we also, to wrap it, we wanted to, to talk about the meaning let's of life. Yeah, no, no, me, let's, I didn't finish, I didn't finish talking about love, man. I guess. Okay, well, go, we, go. We were in the, Brett, the anal, and then we got in the phallic, but I didn't talk, really talk about the phallic, we got sidetracked. And uh, let's just wrap this up, really. Okay, well let, let's 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 segue. We're gonna segue to the just the meaning of life real quick. Okay. We're not gonna spend too too long on this. But to me I, mean, I, the... I was getting I was getting on the subject, man. I was getting onto where most people are right now. Okay, well okay, do that then. Let's go. 
and then it, we could segue from that into the meaning sure, of life. Sure, 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 sure. Really, is like love is a good way to look at it. Really, but um, so we at that point where the Oedipus thing is because for those that don't know, Oedipus uh, uh, was an orphan that um, got told he was gonna kill kill his dad and fuck and marry his mom and so he ran away and then what he didn't know is that he ran into his real parents and what what happened was he married a queen and killed the king actually he killed the king and then married the queen and then he found out that the king he killed was actually he king. killed yeah and he killed his king the father on the road i think yeah. he was just like a brigand or some shit yeah and he had no clue who was the king, and it was actually his father. And it, he married his mother. And uh, so it's about this competition. It brings to, well, what, what do you want to do? Why are you the best? You know? How can you be the best? How can you can get that attention? So you start doing things for other people so you can get the attention. Sure. And that's, and that's, where when you talk about ego you're talking usually about this selfishness but it actually is sure it's where you get the sense of what you are really it's when you start to think okay what what are the things i'm good at what what are the things i like and etc and then this transitions um this is usually uh five years old five six years old where your your kid is at so um, and this transitions into the transition phase when you start to do things for others just because it feels good, because oh, the way other people feel bring you joy, you know. And Building of empathy. Into the, yeah, and then transitions into the general general phase, which is uh, kind of. Um, some say it's unattainable because you're always in sometimes some type of a struggle of doing things for others because it feels good or is it the attention that feels good or is it the feeling of power that feels good because the, the previous phase is the phallic state which is the phallus is the, the oh it's the the penis the penetrator you know the stick right absolutely so Absolutely. It penetrates the world. Mm -hmm. And then what the phallus does when it penetrates, it creates around it an anti phallus, which is kind of like when you pour, if you imagine a cup of water. Is that, when I th water. Is that like when I thought that pussies had teeth? Yeah, yeah, filthy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you imagine like a cup of water that's been frozen, if you take out that water, that's a phallus, right? And then the anti-phallus yes. is the cup. It's the cup, it. yes. Yeah. So that's where you have the genital state, where you have this genital feeling of... Because when you, when you have good sex, you're both feeling almost the same thing. Or... Uh, sure, absolutely. You know, complementary things, because... Okay. Yeah. And, and that's the, the feeling. When, you, when you're... Where somebody else's pleasure becomes your pleasure, it's the same thing. It's not 
okay, they feel good, so now my ego is is satisfied. Because that's phallic. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about ego, actually, we're talking about a regressed state of the ego where you're back to being five years old. Because the ego is actually a good thing. It's your sense of self, of who you are. If you lose your ego completely, you've gone insane. We call that... Uh, no, I uh, fucking think that's absolutely untrue. Yeah, schizophrenic. No, when you don't know who you are, when you... When you're, okay, uh, okay, well, it's okay, semantic. yes. It's, right, uh, okay, it's, fair, fair, fair enough. If you don't know who you are, fine. Right. But if I'm yeah. just saying if you relieved your ego with still the, the, the base, base ego there of identifying no. as I am, I think you'd be pretty it's, fucking I mean, enlightened. When you say ego, usually... Uh, psychologically, you're saying a regressed state of the ego. Okay. So people say that because, oh, first it's technical, and second it's just too damn long. You just say ego. Yeah. So when you say that, that's what I understand. I, I, I'm not like disagreeing with you in the chat because I understand the ego is a bad thing. Because actually, the ego is a good thing. But when we talk about ego, like casually, you're talking about regressed state, where like. We talk about the Karens and the. It's actually a bloated ego that's frail within itself when you're not sure of yourself, so you inflate yourself to being more than what you are, so you feel like you have some sort of power. Yeah. Okay, listen, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta yeah. focus and get to the love part and then start with the yeah. meaning of life because I only have like 20 more minutes. Okay. And, and that's that's love, really. When you don't uh, see right, like, you're, that's love. Because well, you, it's yeah. You, you like for me, for with others, my kid, I like want more for him for than I want for myself. For the first time yeah. in my life, and it yeah. doesn't mean I don't love my family, and I haven't loved past relationships and stuff like that. And it kind of makes me feel selfish that this is the yeah. first time in my life I can definitively say that I really want more for someone else than I want for myself. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. It's not because you want, you know, you don't want to have a, to carry your kid around like a medal, you know. <laughs> no, it's like, dude, oh, it's... I made this. Look how awesome he is. I no, made him. My, my, for my, for my kid, like, <laughs> for my kid, like, I, I, I would sacrifice everything. Yeah, that's true. So it's yeah, exactly, true. exactly, and it's like. Exactly. It's, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful thing. And, and I agree with you. Like I, I, that's, it's part of me. It's definitely there in that capacity. Like that's real love. That's real fucking love. And, and it really, it, it, it's fucking, I think it's just fantastic how, how we do that for each other. Like, isn't that remarkable on the macro? If you, if you look at it, 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 civilization as it is and let's just say like as one uh, uh symbiotic unit that we do that yeah. for each other obviously to propagate the species right yeah crazy and, and not so when you say put your ego aside and uh communicate and all that stuff psychologically what you're saying is um Actually, be in touch with who you are and know what who you are, and then do things for others. 
because yeah, I mean, not to reaffirm who you are, you know, not to right. reaffirm your most people are most people when you tell most people put your ego aside, they're gonna get it on the level where most society yeah. gets it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm you're definitely correcting. I'm not correcting. No, I, I get it. I get it. And yeah. I understand like Basically. I understand where you're coming from as well. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's just in, in my experience, ego pops up when I'm in, when I'm, when I don't get what I want. Yeah. When you feel it. And that's when bad you feel ego. It, it's because, yeah, it's because it's inflated. Right. That's what you call it. It's inflated. And then, um, yeah, it, it's just, life. so, okay. Yeah, so ahead. yeah. So, yeah. so in, in regard to the, to the. And I, I'm sorry if I came off as, as brash. I just, I, uh, when I said, let's speed it up, because I am fucking enjoying ah, the shit out of this. This is just amazing. Practical. Okay, practical. so, yeah. yeah. Well, I got, yeah, we got to, you know, because I know we'll, I, like still, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to <laughs> come off as a, a offensive or brash. That's the last thing I want to do with nah, someone who's doing this with nah. me. Um, Sometimes you have to be brash, right? Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it's, we're having a good time here, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to. I I I, yeah, I didn't. Worry about I it. was getting frustrated, and it didn't have to do with you. Yeah. So I get it. I, I yeah. I anyway. Um. Okay. So in regard to the meaning of life, it, my personal philosophy is to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of their women. That's that's my personal <laughs> philosophy. I know that not everybody shares that. Narrow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but dude, honestly, man, like, like the meaning of life, I mean, you know, happiness has got to be a, a, a big factor. Um, yeah, but what is happiness? for me? Well, for, for me, let, let me tell you why, like, I, I, de even though it's cliche, I definitely want to, want to leave this place. And there's, there's so much ego with this and, and I'll tell you, I've always wanted to be special. Okay. Like, that's my thing. Like, that's the, like, that, that's the truest, deepest you're going to hear from me. Like for whatever insecurities or whatever, I've always wanted to be special. I've wanted to be different than other people in a special fucking way. And, you know, honestly, I'm sure there's other people that, that have wanted that too, but it's been yeah. something that my past. Okay. Well, well that, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But you know, from my past, that's like really dictated lots of fucking choices I've made. And a lot of it is just so much based in fear and insecurity and stuff like that, right? And ego, yeah. And oh, ego, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, now so, we're back, to, we're out of Freud, so ego went back to the old me. <laughs> right, right. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's like, I, um, I, I, there, there's a multitude of shit going on with me. But I also know that I am the type of person who would objectively do, I've done it before and I'll do it again, who would objectively do someone good for someone else just to do it without, and I believe there's people out there with that. And I'm not saying I'm always like that, but I'm saying I've experienced it and I know I'm that type of person. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person to do something good for someone else just because it makes the world a better place. That's me. Yeah. So so what I, you know, my meaning of life is, is, even though it's cliche, is to leave the world in a better state than what I came into. And I believe the way I do that is to utilize my talents as like an entertainer and someone that can banter and so on and so forth to like, you know, in influence change for other people so they can, they can make choices which better their lives. 
And I think a lot of that you could do through art as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's like, that's, that's for me, like, that's my meaning of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, also I want, dude, I want to be fucking rich. I want to know what it see. And this is again, like, here comes the ego. I want to be fucking rich no, beyond that's, ego. That's I would love, I would love a that's, wonderful that's, fucking relationship beyond ego just to share this man. experience with someone. You're a Catholic. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I know, but it's also, I was raised in a rich neighborhood without the money. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, because, you know, my friends had ex excess and stuff like that. And it's just like, I was lacking. So that formed a lot of shit too. But what I'm saying I is. I relate to that. I, I lived for, for a while in, uh, right, right, right close to you, really, in San Diego. Mm -hmm. I used to live right by UCSD. And I went to school in La Jolla, so I lived like in, it wasn't the ghetto, but it was, people there didn't have a lot of money because there were Dude, students. there's fucking hoods in San Diego, yeah, man. But it wasn't the hood. It wasn't the hood. It yeah. was really nice, but it was just like young people, a lot of students. If you, if you went like a couple miles down the street, there'd be kind of sketch, but like, and I studied in, in the La Jolla. And La Jolla is like huge, 10, 15 million dollar mansions with the, with the view of the ocean and all that shit. And, uh, and I remember <laughs> laughing, <laughs> I know it's terrible, but <laughs> when there were landslides because it rained a lot and they built the mansions atop of, on the hillside. Up top of sand. So. Oh, you should fucking laugh at that shit. These sumptuous motherfuckers. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, if there is a landslide, yeah, but that's not gonna happen. Fuck you. It happened, motherfucker, and you deserved it. <laughs> beautiful houses that with like architecture and all that. All that well, that's also that what we do. We we you know? <laughs> we 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 enjoy laughing at the haves, the have-nots. Enjoy laughing at the haves, and yeah. that's very very prominent in society right now, right? Yeah. Like we'll reciprocate. We'll reciprocate to people that make us feel good, like famous people that make us feel good. We'll reciprocate and want to give them love, but yeah, but have-nots. As far as the have sensational at the have-nots is also very funny too. <laughs> right so i mean exactly it goes it goes fucking it goes both ways for sure um but i think i think people's you know meanings of life is is different for everybody i think i think even if you're an evil sob you're questing for happiness right yeah not necessarily and, joy but happiness so right what is life? or maybe not really? that that it's night like stalker the, documentary uh, fucked me up dude that dude was so fucked i'm gonna up, watch bro. it now dude Oh my God, bro. And oh, this man. trauma, I, like I was wondering why I was putting it off because I was motherfucking 10 years old in Los Angeles when that was happening. That shit traumatized yeah. me, dude. And then watching the, oh, it's really good. It's very good, but it's very effective. Just brace yourself. It's pretty, it's pretty hardcore, but like, it's pretty hardcore. Like think the illest shit you could ever think. That's what these guys was. Is it this worse guy than was... the Epstein documentary? Oh God. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh God, yes! Like a hundredfold. I was almost puking. <laughs> yeah, I would not necessarily suggest this then, because he went after kids too. Okay, but I, well, that's I'm that's the one that, that so. really, yeah that that one really like I almost <laughs> I almost stopped watching it, dude. Like I. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna.
this motherfucker dude. yeah well it's it's i'll tell you one thing it's 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 made it's produced directed and edited absolutely brilliantly it's a fantastic fucking documentary it's it's well done in every facet so like back to the the topic yeah meaning of life yeah there's this theory it's called um oh god What would you do for a Klondike bar? <laughs> Let me just ah, uh, we speak, we're speaking for like three, four hours. Anyway, it's all right. Well, what's your what's your meaning of life, dude? Right now, I mean, I think that's the, the that's the eternal answer, though. It's not. It's not. There's not one meaning to life. Phenomenology is the what I was looking for. Right what now, my meaning is I, I want to graduate and I want to get a master's and then I want to get a doctorate and then I want to move somewhere else. That's, that's right. So, what's the, what's the meaning behind like all the doctorate stuff and so on and so forth? Because you're not telling me any meaning of life, you're just telling me what you want to do. Yeah, but. That's the thing. Um, to phenomenology, what we do is, no matter how you explain it, like words don't cut it, you know? And we live in the moment. So we talk about life, like this big thing that we actually don't experience. Um, yeah, but that sounds like a cop-out. Like you definitely have... Like you don't necessarily need have to have like moment. an explanation for the for the meaning of life, but you have oh. stuff that makes you tick, that makes you drive, that gives you motivation to do something. Yeah. That's what and I'm asking about. What is that shit for you? Yeah. But you're like personally, right? I mean, because that I think that's that's actually the ultimate equalizer is that there is not one meaning of life. You could make a scientific ac argument from like let's say the macro observing civilization and saying, oh, the meaning of life is to procreate. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever, oh, but it is an endless discussion. Really, it's an it's endless really fucking discussion. Exactly. Yeah. But what? But what for you? You can, can get to to one thing that's gonna uh, it's gonna explain how people explain the meaning of their lives. The, can you understand that? Did I make it clear? Say like, that again. How do people? with their own lives create their meanings for their lives right because i think when i think most people are just floating in a stagnant lake homie oh yeah but still they they still bring meaning to that lake true you know? absolutely yeah. well and and yes they all have they they all have it's true they all have their their yeah. own meanings i mean it's like you can make like, the argument that the meaning of life is love Oh, it can be, yeah. It's part of it, for sure. Really. It's definitely part of it. It's a driving force, dude. When you make, like... Symbiotic with the development life, of humanity. But when you, you say the meanings of all the people's lives, then it's of human life itself. And I think, that's what, the, I think what, that's what the question is, but there is no yeah. answer to that. 
Like that, that's not the answer is it comes down to the individuals where we're, we're yeah, individuals. But how, is it? but how? That's the. It's the, different for every person. There are many answers for that. Yeah, but how is it different? And how is it alike? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, so well, are, it's all, where it's all no matter what about the self. Story. You can write your life, the story of your life and how you want it to go from now on. And that's, that's a type of therapy. You can do that. Absolutely. Making a five-year plan and, and shit, dude. Yeah. And it's very, yeah, I, I mean, I believe, I believe in... I, I, I don't believe it's it's anything crazy like the secret or anything like I haven't read any of that shit. Yeah. I I don't I don't believe in that stuff. Because man, if you think about something hard enough and, you, and that's you, the thing, you're gonna you subtly be doing it. movements toward yeah. that anyway. Exactly. Yeah. And the important things are the movements, not the thought itself. Because if you want to fly, man, you can think your whole life about about flying and not do a damn thing or you can you know work and get an airplane you know <laughs> exactly no it's it's, Pilot, it's Pilot, you know <laughs> or a helicopter completely or completely you know or get a drone but you're gonna do, do shit you know and it's it's hard dude life is hard like like yeah. getting through these hurdles and obstacles you know ultimately it's it, it makes you a stronger and better person which is fucking fantastic yeah. But it's uncomfortable and it fucking sucks. And and I think it's it's a, a big thing is finding the difference between getting debilitated by all that and moving forward yeah. through the discomfort, realizing that you're gonna grow. Yeah. And that that's something um, that only really, really started affecting me and and I started utilizing that only a few years ago, too. Like I, I honestly feel like a newborn, bro. I feel like I've left so much of of the tortured past behind and found like i'm still you know i'm still up and down but i got i gotta tell you man like, like not to plug shit. my own show on my own show but <laughs> <laughs> but the the stream <laughs> has has changed my life profoundly for the better it's it's just i'll get into that in another podcast but it's brought new it's, it's brought yeah. so much new meaning to my life, dude. Like, and and how my brain clicks it up and can incorporate it with entertainment. It's just a dream come true, dude. Fucking dream come uh, true. The the phenomenology. Da, 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 da. Of, of Heidegger phenomenology. <laughs> 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 what what they say is oh well. There's, because in English you have this this little problem with the word uh, to be, because uh, there's this distinction of uh, being uh, like how can I explain this? Like, do you know Spanish? Poquito. A little bit. See. Si. Do you know uh, ser and estar? There's a difference. No. Because, like, ser means uh, who you are, kind of. And estar means how you are. Okay. So, if, if you're hungry, you're not That's hungry how you are. all the time. It's how you right. are. Exactly. Yeah. So, you're, you're hungry, right? Like, on, on occasion, you're hungry. But, uh, I am 
hungry all the time. So I am fat. <laughs> I'm not saying it myself. I'm just no, I know. just an example, you know. <laughs> so if you are fat, that's well, that's how you are. But you consider yourself fat, so you're like, okay, I'm 400 pounds. I'm five foot two. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm fat, you know. <laughs> All right, so. So no matter how just, much muscle you have, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta segue. I gotta yeah. ask you why? Yeah. Why are the fucking Brazilians the dominant fighters in the world? And they will, I, you know what? The European. I don't know if you follow MMA at all, but the, Europe, from the Europeans are definitely coming up now. It's really interesting how these things work. Yeah. But I don't know if you're familiar with like Gracie Jiu-Jitsu a... stuff like that. But you guys fucking it's... brought it. They came out from Japan. Have... Taught you all. Yeah, we have few sports. We have soccer and jujitsu, basically. We have volleyball too. Capoeira as well. Yeah, but that's not a sport. It's more of a it's a fight, but there's no competitive capoeira. There's uh, performances though. Yeah, dude, no shit. There's. Do you know what yeah. happens that when capoeira gets it's... fucking? Do you know what happens when capoeira gets fucking? <laughs> it gets competition wise. I've seen motherfuckers yeah. get knocked the. Yeah. Fuck out with like hundreds yeah, fucking so, mile per hour wheel kicks and shit, dude. Yeah. It's either it's that stuff. or you're you're getting knocked out because Capoeira Well you know it was disguised so well as a dance because of slavery. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, of course. I know that. They uh I, there's I there's a bit of it. Oh nice. I dude, I, I, jiu-jitsu, uh, it's kind oh, of like yeah. a dance. But it's more like the way you train it, it's more jujitsu is a chess game, dude. It is. Yeah. It is. I studied for a few years. And, uh, it's, uh, my coach would tell me I'm pretty shitty at it. Um, my coach would, t- I do want to study again because of my fucking flexibility. For those of you who don't know, I put both legs behind my head and spank my own ass on stream for you guys. Anyway, um, <laughs> I got tapped out in the yoga position. I got tapped out in the Lotus position. And my coach was like, I've, did my homie neck cranked me. And, I, and my coach was like, I've never seen anyone get tapped out in Lotus before. I was like, okay, that's fucking great. Um, but uh, yeah, so what he would tell me, I learned a lot from that guy, though. He's really good. Um, what he would tell me was that uh, on the master levels, that it's just yeah. uh, someone capitalizing on someone else's mistake. And when you think of a game like chess, that's the same thing, right? Like practitioners are so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. You're just waiting to capitalize on someone's mistake. Yeah, if you see <laughs> the top players in chess, once they're, de- they're developed, they're doing like little movements, like moving the queen over one place and moving the bishop one place. Yeah, like moving. Rocket League 2, right? There's a yeah. finesse. There's a, there's a patience. Like fighting yeah. in the fucking ring. You know what I mean? Yeah. The veterans aren't going to make these like, ah, you know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh, I've been here before. Let me wait through that real quick. Same thing when we play Rocket League, dude. It's like, it, it, it's like you just, that's another thing too. Like you can just wait for someone to make, make a fucking mistake because they're going all fucking crazy and you just tap it in. And baseball also. There's sure. All of them. All of them. Because um, like the, the batter, the pitchers are so good right now. They're waiting for the pitcher to they're falling out the balls right it's evolved down the middle yeah it's yeah. evolved i'm hit, sure hit a bomb they hit a bomb they they don't want to ground out so they just fall it 
Yeah, yeah dude, this shit evolves. Yeah. So, dude, thank you, because that was like really fucking riveting, bro. And uh, let me just I, close I, it. I, I have one thing to say though. Yeah, just one thing. It's like ten minutes tops. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, okay. No, but you can say something briefly. Okay. So, like, life is made of moments, right? And those moments, how you can conduct those moments, they bring meaning to it. So, but you have to you yourself bring meaning to it, either willingly or, or not, or else it, it has no meaning, or else life is just a void of exactly. the future. That's what's to come. So you have to like on the on the spot. You, you think about what you're doing right now, and you, it's usually for something in the future, right? And you're waiting for something there. But if you're always living in the future, then the present has no meaning. Exactly. So, if, so you have to bring meaning to the present and also like enjoy the ride. You know, that's it. Okay. A thousand percent. Brother. It. No, wow. you didn't. No, you're right. It's I about it's about being in the moment. Probably, but no, it. dude, being in the moment is extremely yeah. fucking important. You're absolutely right about yeah. that shit, man. But it's 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 a journey, and it's like, dude, I'm still far from being there, but I'm getting closer and closer, which is rad. And and that and that and just to wrap that up, in accordance with that is is the more you're open to the serendipity of the universe, the more you will actually observe it. Like that's that's yeah. my shit too, and I hope that's not like hokey and new age and shit. Like that's just no. my experience. Like it's just things that I'm. And it is, is almost like magical new age. Yeah. And I, I believe you age. In, uh... anyway, <laughs> dude, oh. I love you. Thank you for, Thank for you. doing this today, man. Thank this was really fucking me. spectacular. To my I'm going to have you, I'm going to have you back as well. I've got to think of, you know, a next guest right. because, uh, yeah, man, it's it was fantastic. Anyway, I'm going to save this bad boy. Show. <laughs> yeah dude and thank you for joining guys if you want more of this yeah. shit and stuff where you'll lose your fucking mind with yeah. interactive comedy sketch comedy toe puppet shows and just crazy adult streamish swimish type stuff twitch.tv slash the filthy jester um yeah dude that was an amazing first podcast bro i appreciate and you if mate you and if you liked anything i said if you want to go deeper into the theories and everything um Please do so because I barely graced it. Like I didn't even talk about the id with Freud. I didn't even. I barely talk about phenomenology and uh, there's really there's a lifetime of of um, of good shit out for, there. Of good shit. Just that, all right, Mister Raff. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, my boy. That was fucking phenomenal. And uh, until next time, peeps. Much love. Yeah.